Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're watching this on this beautiful day, on this beautiful realm, in this beautiful world. Hey, Codsworth. Today we're going to talk about the pendulum swing and navigating the idols and puppets that are being presented to us. I had a pretty fun Twitter battle with this uh, coked out Christ bro who's been trolling me for a couple months. He, he used to be my biggest fan, apparently. Uh, just like um, that, that dude from uh, every gamma male is just like that guy from uh, uh, The Incredibles. It's called, what's his name? Uh, Symptom or that, uh, I'm your biggest fan. And then they go, oh, you're sure. You've never been funny. You failed. So this is episode 1744. Codsworth already made a meme. It's called Culture Swing and the New Puppets and Revi- Revisiting when Kate, when Andrew Tate censored me because right now you know they, they got the two pillars of the muslim fuck boy andrew tate and the christian fuck boy is trying the christian fuck boys are trying to uh compete over who's going to be the fuck boy and uh this dude john zerka who uh vox alerted me to a couple days ago that they're uh front running him and promoting him and authorizing him and uh putting him out there in the mainstream as this Christian fuckboy puppet that uh, being um, a Christ guy is all about calling women whores. And if you go to his website, it's just a bunch of dirty whores and bikini models. And, um, you know, he's bragging about getting blowjobs from drunk girls. And he's on Adderall and steroids and he has lip injections and he's he's all about Christ. And, uh, you know, no kids, no solutions, all that stuff, because the pendulum is absolutely swinging. So we're going to get to that. We're going to revisit when Ye was on Alex Jones talking about me. We'll do that after we're off Twitter because I know uh, that that violates their terms. And a little man with a mustache and the boot boys can't make babies from a guy's ass or a woman's mouth. That's a very good point, Codsworth. And what it means to actually win, you know, what it means to actually provide solutions, how the false binary and I'm not. Like, I don't view Masons as my enemy at all. I actually know a lot of Masons that are cool dudes and they're holding it down and they have, uh, they support each other and they're all about, you know, being a better man and all that. Uh, but if you're going to try and include me in your gay little scripts and plots and uh, puppets, I'm going to mock it. And the funniest part is I called out Zerka for and, and Tate for their gay little Mason tricks that they're trying to include me in. And um, and I know more about Masonry than, than some of these Masons. Like, that's the funniest part is, uh, hey, Toronto Jew Bear, we all know a woman's mouth is for bitching and moaning. That's a good point, Bull Rush Bear. Speaking of steroids in Boston, Godsworth. Oh, first off, we have uh, a copy of the fifth magazine. And we still have a few more for sale. Oh, and I also want to talk about how much I like yes men. I don't like no men. We'll talk about that. And that doesn't mean I want people to uh, indulge my delusions. But in a hierarchy, you want yes men. You don't want no men. You want men that say yes. We'll make it happen. And then the deltas are the no men. You want your bravos to be yes men. The vision... The Bravos say, yes, we can definitely do it. The dream is the value, you know, and if we want castles and airships, yes, I'm surrounded by yes men. Yes, 
the deltas can push back and say, you know, we, I, I, we, I've run the logistics. I can't exactly make a blimp right now. That, and then the Bravo and the Delta deal with that. But no men are not valuable at all. I really like yes men. And I'm going to get into that because the concept that a, ye- that a yes man is bad, I think, is ridiculous. The slogan of a Bravo is consider it done or just done. Yeah. And if you fail, at least you fail trying. You know, the Bravo doesn't have to make every dream of the Alpha come into fruition, but you have to try because the thing that makes the Alpha so valuable or the visionary or the genius or the artist or whatever is that they'll come up with something that's awesome. And most people immediately think it's impossible because whatever you come up, do you know how many people told me not to make a magazine because no one reads magazines and no one will buy a magazine? No men. Oh, you're going to embarrass yourself. You're going to humiliate. No, we're fucking doing it. Yes, men. And it's great. Our magazine is now selling better than it's ever sold. This magazine was our highest selling magazine. And we still have some available. And this is half the price of our last one because we figured out half the size with half the price is the move. Because we'd rather have you have it than not have it. And so um, magazine.bertaritimes.com. Do you know how many people told me? To never try stand-up that I was going to embarrass myself or like, uh, don't get married because you'll just end up divorced and they'll take half and uh, you can't start your own platform. Oh, everybody's mocking Bertaria. You should just quit. No men have no value. Now, you can fail. I understand. I'm not, uh, I'm not delusional. Like, I understand that I'll come up with a, a dream And like, for example, um, our first crowdfund, I thought we could raise $2 million in like a month, buy this epic 350-acre property. If more people chipped in, that would have been fucking epic, by the way. I just want you guys to know that. We raised 400 grand and made the best out of it, and it's awesome. I shot for the moon, hit the back fence. Everyone had a blast. We, We did something that no one else had ever done on the internet. You know, an internet personality comedian crowdfunding for debt-free land where we could have events and not be canceled. It was fucking epic, right? The no men don't do anything. Like, oh, that'll never work. Okay, then get the fuck out of here. Oh, you just want to be surrounded by yes men. Yes. And then they're like, I know what, okay, so you have the vision and then you have your generals and lieutenants like the Codsworths and then you have the deltas that, you know, the fabrication or like the, the guys working at, um, at uh, you know, on the logistic aspect, and they'll say what is possible and what is not possible based on your, um, you know, based on your budget and time frame and all that. But it's all about yes men. Codsworth said, people who say no or doubt right away have never been part of the creative process. Yeah, in a writer's room, it's called a thorn. You're not allowed to say no. In improv, it's called yes and. Okay. So when you're doing improv comedy and Coffee Grounds Bear claims to be a comedian and you are very funny sometimes. I hope you know that what I'm saying is true. And if you've done your research, you'll validate it in the freaking chat. All improv comedy is based on being a yes man. You say yes and. So if somebody's like, hello, Codsworth, my butler. So now that's real. So now you agree that that's real and you add to it. That's how all comedy works. That's how creation works. So a no man is fired. All right, Codsworth said, people who say, all right, 
When there's an idea, you have to jump in. It's guaranteed to be messy. It's how you learn, grow, and become better than the original version. Exactly. I, me and Codsworth have been part of things that have fallen apart horribly. And that's why we need great deltas. Like when the, Bear, when the Bears first started, we were just yes men. And that's one reason why it exploded in such a beautiful way, but very clunky. And I'm blessed now to have some good no men, but they're yes men and no men. How do I explain it? They, they understand the liabilities and the issues that we face and they do it in a way that works. Like the quote unquote no men that I need in my life are the ones that limit my, uh, my speed at which I need things done or uh, my liabilities where I make promises that I legally can't keep or something. Like that's great and they do help me. But when it comes to just getting a vision off the ground, Yes, Art, we're make we're gonna do it. And then if we fail, it's bonding. I mean, we've had shows cancel last minute because somebody called and said I was full of hate or something. And we've had to do shows in the middle of nowhere where I had to have a Jew, true story, hold my mic the entire show because I didn't have a mic stand. Codsworth, do you remember that? I think it was in New York City. So I had a Jew literally hold a mic the entire show in front of my face because I, I didn't have a mic stand. That's a blast. Now the no men would say, oh, you can't do a show. You don't have a mic stand. Not the, the yes men say we have a Jew. He will do everything for approval. Deltas watch your blind spots. Bravo's work on making sure you don't have one. Right. Yeah, the deltas are allowed to say no. Like, because they're just focused on completing the specific task. The Bravo can never say no. They have to say, they can guide. Like, they can be like, have you thought about this or blah, blah, blah. But a no man uh, Bravo is literally meaningless. Uh, Codsworth said, I've lost kind of the amount of times BB has asked me to do something I have zero experience with. Um... Uh, and only about 1% idea of how to do it. I jump right in, figure it out. I always tell BB, okay, I'll figure it out. And we'll make it work. The growth I have from jumping in and getting bruises is better than the perfect blueprint. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Like the things I've asked Coddington to do, I mean, have been insane. And he just grows from it. Like when he was first shooting stuff and editing stuff, it was bad. But he, he had a growth curve that was so fast that it was awesome. And now we have a guy that can do all that stuff. Hello, Toronto Drew Bear. If their intentions are to help, it's very visible. Same way the gammas are totally showing their intentions too. Yeah, and if God forbid you are a no man, for Christ's sake, don't do it publicly. How hard is that? Thoughts on Sigma and Bertaria hierarchy? You don't understand what a Sigma means if you ask that question. A Sigma does not consider themselves in a hierarchy. That's the definition of a Sigma. Nice try, unencumbered bear. Back to the drawing board you go. Codsworth. I mean, think about all we've accomplished. You think I know shit about magazines? It's like the best magazine you can get now. Magazine.BertariTimes.com. Get yours today. It's only uh, 20 bucks. Would you guys like me to read? Would you guys like me to read my uh, article? It's called Eating Your Bullies. Let's kick the things off. Oh, and again, uh, for those of you just joining, you're going to want to stick around. Because I'm going to help you walk through the looking glass where you're never affected again by the things that currently affect you. 
I'm going to give you some great advice. We're going to talk about the new right-wing gatekeepers, what to watch out for, my little fight, my, my uh, roast battle with Zerka on Twitter. For those of you that want some really exciting uh, exchanges, uh, go to twitter.com slash Benjamin. I will read a bunch of them today, but I... Uh, uh, oh, cool. Thank you, Godsworth. Let me read you uh, our magazine. And I was told by a bunch of no men not to do a magazine because there's no market for it. No one's going to buy a magazine. Everybody just wants real fat. No, you make the market. No one knows what the fuck they want. Everyone's just jacking off and fucking, they don't know what to do. You know, they're eating Twinkies. They're, they're jacking. They're, they're on pills. Dude, a real visionary creates a market. The market, you don't listen to the market. They don't know shit. I used to work at a deli and I used to tell people what sandwich they wanted. Like they'd, they'd be like, oh, I don't know. I'll take, I'll go, no, I know. I know what you want. You've never had cranberry chutney and herb mayo, have you? You want it toasted. You want some provolone melted over some, um, uh, some turkey and you need tomatoes. And they're like, wow, take me away. And I'm like, like they'd want to fuck me the way I'd be talking to them. I'm telling you. They'd, they'd come in like, oh, I'll take, um, I'll take a sandwich. I don't know, maybe ham. I'm like, no, no, you shut your mouth. And people would come from all, it was at college. It's a true story. It was called uh, Java Joe's at SUNY Plattsburgh. I used to uh, be a, uh, a janitor, but I was also a, I, I moved on up and worked uh, customer service at the deli. And I would, I would not respect people's sandwich orders. And you'd think that that would ruin business. No, I, I was responsible for hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales and I was making minimum wage. I didn't care. I just loved it. I started getting so much power in that uh, little coffee shop. And that was where I used to do stand-up comedy it was right above in the Angel Center. And that's how I would promote. I would do stand-up comedy for hundreds of people back then without any credits at all because I knew how to create a market. You don't listen to them. They don't know shit. These assholes are coming in for ham and American cheese with mustard. Fuck you. You want that? That's shit. That's a shit sandwich. You want to know what you want? You want herb mayo, cranberry chutney, turkey, toast it. And don't get me wrong. One out of 10 might not like it, but nine out of 10 loved it. And they loved that I gave them something that they couldn't have even imagined. I'd reintroduce tomatoes to them. Oh, you haven't had a good tomato since you were a kid, probably. You know, why don't we revisit that? Why don't we revisit? Why don't we put a little salt and pepper on the tomato before we put it in the sandwich? How's that sound? Let's have the tomato speak a little more. I want, it was called the Owen. Yeah. How, do you remember that? Have I told this story before? It was called the Owen. And so then people would come in without me even working there and they'd be like, I'd like to have the Owen. And then I just come out from the back, just this stud. And I'd be like, did someone say they wanted the Owen? Okay. Anyone else craving a sandwich? Exactly. Anyone else craving a magazine? How many of you have bought the Bertaria Times magazine and you haven't bought a magazine in 15 years? Newsstands, Nat Geo. No, but you like this magazine because it's good and I know you'll like it. This is called Eating Your Bullies. And all these no men said, oh, magazine will never work. You're a fucking idiot, they would say. And I'd say, you know what? You, sh- you get the fuck out of here. You're banned for life. Oh, you're just scared of the truth. 
The truth, really. We employ five people now with this magazine. Five. People can have families because of this fucking magazine. You show me some wealth creation, no man. Oh, I'm a no man. I'm just keeping it real so you don't embarrass yourself. Show me the wealth you've created. Show me the families with food on the table that you've created with all your no's. No. Fuck you. Today's stressful situation on the homestead turned into quite a learning experience and a delicious meal for our family. Oh, they say, oh, well, when you're not a writer, you can barely spell on Twitter. You got to leave the writing up to the Harvard Jews. No, no, no. I am a writer. Don't you dare know me. And I'm going to blow your mind. I'm about to write. I'm about to read you an article called Eating Your Bullies. And this is a better article, in my humble opinion, than anything right now in the Atlantic. Because the Atlantic is regurgitated, predictable, agenda-driven horseshit. It reeks of fear. Oh, but what about the economist? The economist is just Rothschild talking points disguised with a, a hundred paragraphs of horseshit. That's all it is. You want to read that? Go ahead. That's why no one buys it. That's why they have to put it on little stands at, at, at hospitals and shit. Because no one's going to go buy that. No one's inspired by that. The only reason to even pay attention to The Economist is look at the symbology on the front cover because then you'll have an idea of what they have in store for you in the next five years. Okay. I, my wife, actually now has nine thriving tomato plants. That's genius for Pear Bear. This is called Eating Your Bullies. Oh, and by the way, thank you all for the uh, donations for Bertaria Ozarks. We just had a ton in the last two days. So you guys have been crushing it. Uh, it's the last day to buy tickets for the banquet with the um, donations listed all at the websites at the website, BertariaCampgrounds.com. Now, after today, you can still get tickets to the event. They're $80 a ticket. Uh, that'll be Labor Day weekend. That's events.BertariaTimes.com. But if you want to donate for this year's round, this is the last day today. So get it in. Uh, BertariaCampgrounds.com. All right. And... Uh, yeah, and this, we have a 200 left. We just ordered a bunch because the sales this time are so good. I think lowering the price was a good move. It's uh, magazine.bertaritimes.com. Okay. Amy and my cell phone have become walkie-talkies throughout the day. We have dozens of 15-second conversations that may as well end with, over. Today, one of those dialogues consisted of, Jack got attacked by a rooster. He's bleeding. I put down the goat I was bottle feeding and ran over to check Jack's wounds. Fortunately, the cut was shallow and missed his eye, but Jack was not happy. At three years old, he managed to say, bad rooster, very clearly, almost like an order. He pointed again towards the rooster and said, bad, bad rooster. Now that the situation had been assessed and we knew Jack was okay, Amy said with a slight smile, I think Jack wants to watch you kill the rooster. So I did what any dad would do to a bully. I brought my boy with me to point him out so we could have a conversation. Jack points again at a mixed-breed feral offspring of Red Pill Rooster in one of his unfortunate conquests. Bad Rooster, good dada, Jack says as he gives me the nod. The nod let me know Jack was about to be treated to a meal few would, few would ever enjoy. Tonight, Jack will eat his enemy. It's not the animal's fault for aggressively protecting his flock. However, this guy doesn't even have a flock, and he's just very aggressive. 
Still, I had no malice towards him and wanted to make sure Jack knew there was no anger in what we're about to do. I grabbed the little felon by the legs, made sure he was calm, thanked him for what he would give our family, and gave him a quick headless death. Didu dada, which is Jack's way of saying thank you. That evening, after skinning and cleaning Jack's bully, Amy made a wonderful chicken noodle soup with homemade noodles from our own cow, parsley and carrots from the garden, and eggs from our surviving birds. Jack loved the meal. We all did. We talked about how in olden times, before refrigerators, families would keep meat by simply keeping the animal alive and eating it the night of slaughter. The chicken coop was basically a living freezer, a preserver for when it was time for a meat treat. Walter explained to me that putting the chick feet in the broth filled the soup with minerals and collagen. I love that. All right. What started as a fairly traumatic day ended wonderfully. Jack got to eat his bully. So if you want more of this, so we have turning hard work into a strong harvest. This is written by the great um, Finksburg Bear. I love those type of uh, chickens. Awesome stuff, guys. By learning how to plant and grow their own food, children can learn about the environment, nutrition, and need for sustainability. Fermenting chicken feed, fun for the feathered friends with lacto-fermentation by Cactus Eater Bear. Really, really high-level, uh, community-driven information. How to harvest. Here's the details to my large batch process. When and how much. Looks like it's citrus for Christmas, written by 10 bears. This is how you build. Being a dirt bagger, written by the great Christopher Gardner. And there's Gardner bagging dirt with a group of legendary bears that helped him build his sandbag castle. A labor of love and gratitude written by Cowboy Bear and Birthkeeper Bear. Looks like somebody found themselves some love. Don't forget to smile written by Ukrainian Bear. And we won't forget to smile Ukrainian Bear. Tangled Knots written by Boer Bear. Very exciting stuff. Uh... Yes, Boer Bear, it does look a little bit like a noose, and I don't think that that was intentional. Fill your cup in the chi uh, childbearing year, pregnancy. This is written by Birthkeeper Bear. As we can see there, there's a pregnant lady. Beautiful child, postpartum bath recipe, postpartum. Fill your cup in the childbearing year. And then we have all kinds of stuff. Grow your Eden with biodynamic principles written by Cinnamon Bear. Okay, so you guys get it. This is how you win. This is how you actually win. So the next theme will be Beauty Blossoms. So this is our fifth magazine. The No Men said that uh, we should never do a magazine because no one, no one wants a damn magazine. Well, it turns out our magazine growth has been phenomenal lately as the internet has actually calmed down a little bit. I feel like I'm not the only one who's experienced a, uh, just people are not as into the internet as they used to. They want real life. And so when you are a visionary, when you do know what is good, true, and beautiful, and you set the tone and you're not afraid of other people, you can quote unquote front run the trend because it's always been there. You're just pulling it out of the ether. Okay. Uh, this is some advice about how to get through the looking glass. You guys might really enjoy this one. Codsworth, Super Chats, please. All right, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret here. 
Um, the whole world functions on perceptions, and it's a thin veneer. I'll give you guys uh, a very interesting insight into. I hope that that uh, wets your beak a little as I read some super chats. Because it's all about perception. Uh, Codsworth, remind me to talk about the billionaire class, what a brand is, and how they can't actually... Oh, I knew about nukes being fake and gay from Eddie Bravo in 2018. Well, hats off to Eddie Bravo. You know, I've always liked Eddie Bravo. I was being a little aggressive. Um, I just think I mainstreamed it better than he did. And I'm taking the skull and I'm keeping it. And him and little Sam Tripoli and Joe Rogan can go fuck each other behind a dumpster until the cows come home. Uh, but I wasn't the first to talk about nukes being fake. I'm just damn good at making it a mass conversation. But um, good for Eddie Bravo. I've always liked Eddie Bravo. In fact, I used to suspect Bravo Bear was him. Um, but I'm not giving up the skull. Um, I'm keeping it. If that's okay with Martin from Rockfin. <sighs> Howdy. EUMT Bear speaking, got a question for you. After a couple of Super Chats, my gig level has gone down specifically to the point I want to sell my convertible. What vehicle you think would be appropriate to buy for a gentleman regaining his masculinity? A truck. Obviously a truck. Everything else is gay. If you, if you drive anything except for a truck, you're gay. And that includes a Tacoma. You're still gay. Uh, EntropyStream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. If you drive anything... Except for a truck, that including a Tacoma truck, is that still gay? Um, it's time to super chat, or else your life will fall apart. Try to bear. Thank you, Big Bear. That's exactly the conversation I need today. Create your more own market. Exactly. Try to bear. Yeah, I mean, always think about service to others. I'm not saying be a bully, but a lot of people don't know how best. How, they don't know what they want. You look at them and think about what they want, what they need, what will help them. You serve them better than they serve themselves. A lot of people will buy organic dog food and eat shit for themselves. A lot of people treat their fucking dogs better than themselves. Okay? And help them because they, they're raised with trauma. They're raised with self-hatred. So you give them what they need for themselves. A lot of them don't even know what they need. Give it to them. Sketch idea. Farm cats is mafia hitmen keeping the mice in line. Yeah, I want to do something with animals. It sounds fun. Rhetoric is the art of ruling the minds of men. Plato, glad we have the master on our side. Yes. We're going to talk today about how important that is um, when it comes to the billionaire class and perception. All right, let's crush some uh, entropies. Shire Bear. Shire Bear here paying my gay away after failing to post a workout. This one mistake has cost the SS, the Scatter Squad, their clean record of 24 days. I must ask you to send the warning out to others. It has had made working out a lot harder with this wheeled shoe that has attached itself to my foot. Yeah, you're probably going to have chronic rollerblades now. It's your fault for not super chatting earlier. Port Bear. Just chipping in a small price to help pay Jonah Bear's massive amount of gay away. Take off the rollerblades, Jonah. Uh, we won't give up on you, indeed. Jonah Bear, apparently Port Bear and some other F named Two Acre and a mule on the team um, and have orchestrated some sort of text offensive. So here's to pay their gay away and sleep deprives gay away. Well done. You guys are really fighting and I'm the beneficiary of all the wars. That's my eighth J. 
kicking in. I've created gay away wars where the only one to really benefit the most, don't get me wrong, you guys benefit from paying your gay away, but I always benefit because I get the money. Hopefully you guys have a better idea of how war financing works now, that you've seen how I do gay away. The Catholic Church has done it for thousands of years, pretty much. It's called the sale of indulgence, except we're doing it in a really fun, funny way that isn't evil. Okay? Fruitful Bear, Purport Bear's request, helping to pay Jonah's gay away. Community outreach and support is all is real among bears. You can do it, Jonah Bear, indeed. Um, Ibram X Bear, paying Jonah Bear's gay away. Big Bear, your theory on the sun getting larger and taking out the electrical grid makes total sense, in my opinion. In Islam, it is said in the end of times, tech will be destroyed. So it makes perfect sense. Can you elaborate more on CERN magnet? Uh, mag- magneting the poles to stop a new era. I'll look more into it and do a stream on that. But yeah, I'm super interested in that. You're going to enjoy today, uh, Ibrahim Expert. The Muslim's reaction to John Zerka is fucking hilarious. Hopefully it'll really, really wake up a lot of Christians to their, uh, the, their Luciferian puppet masters and how fucking obvious it is to the rest of the world. <laughs> this one Muslim was like, Big Bear, let him do the coke. It's good in the macro. They, they, they see you as very easy to conquer. Just letting you guys know that. So we'll talk about that in a second. Um, anyway, two-acre ND Bear. It's been a few shakes since I've paid. Also, my dad's neighbor and her daughter's entire family are bears. They have seven kids crushing. I've known the neighbors years, but her daughter and family was up visiting while I was fishing with their dad. We didn't realize it. She texted me saying her daughter recognized me from the app. More reason to use the app. Totally. Now, we're growing as a community in a really beautiful way, and it's really strong. And I said that to John Zerka yesterday. I said, I will get the best of your people, and you will get the worst of mine when we started our engagement. Because he was trolling me with his Christ bullshit, you know. Oh, Christ is king. You're a failed comedian. Your kids laugh at you. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, you're about to get my worst, and I'm going to get your best. It's not about numbers. It's about quality. You know, these approved Christians, these authorized Christians, they talk like full-blown fucking Satanists. They're like, 150 million views? Ha ha, that's nothing. My numbers, I'm like, you're allowed these numbers because you're turning Christianity into a drunk, gay, bragging about getting BJs from drunk girls and snorting coke and traveling the world with no kids. You're a grabber's fucking daydream, you fuck. I know you're on 200 milligrams of Adderall and you got a OnlyFans account so you think you're God, but you're not and you're about to get grounded to dust. And in the end, I will lose people from this exchange, but I will lose the bad people. Like all the people that are here because they want to see some masculine guy mock the Jew and call a woman a whore. Because um, I attract those people sometimes, like the boot boys. Like some will come here because I'll accurately quote Hitler or something and they think that I'm one of them and then it's like I will present them John Zerka and say no if you want to be a disgusting scumbag you go to him I don't want you go to the guy with lip injections who takes steroids and has no kids and brags about fucking drunk girls that's where you should go and blame everything on Jews and scream Christ is king as you try and solicit dick pics from teens that's you guys that's not me And then his people will have some people thirsty for truth. 
that went to him because in this world of lies, just saying water's wet and a man's a man will get you followers. But then these, these puppets will take the followers and shove them into materialism and drunk, promiscuous, sterile death. And so then they'll get a taste of me, you know, and then they'll get out of that hell and come to me. It's a fair exchange. It's a really good corporate merger. All right. So if anybody ever wants to dance, I'm all game because you will get, you know, what, what's he had? He was saying my dad's gay or, or uh, what else did he say? Oh, I'm a failed comedian and a has been. Have fun with that. You'll get my worst. I'll get your best. All right. And a Catholic calling my dad gay. The irony is mind blowing. You fucking people have made more confused sexually. You've given more confusion to men's sexuality than anyone in human history. You're like the Walmart of gays. No one's born fucking gay. There's no gay gene. People say that because they want to alleviate themselves of responsibility. How can you punish a gay man if it's genetic? Right? It's a choice. It's always a choice and it's from grooming. The Catholics, a lot of these Catholic bobblehead Christ fucks are always trying to get people to think that being gay is a genetic thing because uh, they, they don't want to admit that a lot of it has to do with the sexual abuse that they did in their church. And I actually am uh, quite proud of my dad in a lot of ways. And I did a post that I'll read in a minute. So it really backfired for um, old John Zerka, the mimicked uh, version of me. And that motherfucker was in my DMs trying to be verified and I wouldn't even respond to him. And I posted that. That bitch is thirsty. I'm like, girl, you've been following me for a long time. He's referencing my Fuentes feud and Eric Dubé. I'm like, listen, girl, you're a fan. And now you want to say that I'm a has-been comedian because I actually was unauthorized because I fought the fights that you guys pretend to fight now that it's okay to do so because your puppet masters are throwing you some shekels. Nice try, you know. These battles, you know, when, when I lose people to these, because some people go, don't engage. Why are you writing so much? Uh, then he, feel, then he, got, he got you. You're promoting him. That's not how it actually works, ladies and gentlemen. You don't think I understand how this shit works? You know who the fuck you're talking to? Uh, no, it promotes him to shit people. All, uh, you know, there's an old saying that any, what is it? Any publicity is good publicity. That's actually not true. At all. Like you will get the low rungs of my, my people, the people that shouldn't even be with me, the people that will cause me problems. And I will promote you to them. And if they look at you with your lip injections and your drunk blowjobs and your shaved legs and your sterile home and your, your Christ is King chance as you, you know, litter the internet with bikini pics and call women whores. If, if, if I promote you, and people want that good. And this is something a lot of people don't get because they're, they're focused on numbers. They're focused on quantity, not quality. I don't want to be in my tent in my banquet with shit people. I'm not going to go all the way to Missouri from Idaho because I want to be surrounded by people that want to call women whores and blame everything on the Jew and say, Christ is king as we show everyone our cocks on the internet. All right? I don't want you. I'm not here for numbers. Satan's army is all about numbers. Eyeballs, clicks, zombies, shadow people thrown to the uh, wolves when they're done. I want good people. 
I will take your best and you will take my worst. And if you think you're the first person to point out that my dad likes to fruit boot a little bit, (laughs) or you want to mimic the Reddit shit about me, good luck. Nothing that hasn't been said before. And good people in good vibratory states can see right fucking through it. Like a businessman trying to show a girl a fake Rolex to get her to suck his dick. The girls can see right through that, guys. You're not, uh, you're not uh, tricking anyone. It's a very old trick. Okay, moving on. Nathaniel, all glory to God. Just thank you for providing such insight and gravy for this realm. What a pleasure uh, is being on this journey. NATO Bear, you as well, NATO Bear. Bam Bam Bear says, I understand when I joined MyNiggle.com, I would be a proud niggler, but I'm curious if my son decides to join too. Do I refer to him as my nigglet? Bam, bam, bear. That's your choice, bam, bam, bear, but I like where your head's at. J-Rock bear. Had to pay the gay away for trusting a man with a limp handshake. Won't be making that mistake again. Very good, very good call, J-Rock bear. Rebunk bear. Final week to go vote for Owen to win American Liberty Award for Best Comedy Skit Creator and Best Stand-Up Comedian at AmericanLibertyAwards.com. Promo. Feel free to omit. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm down. Thank you for nominating me. Get your tickets to the event happening August 12th in Austin, Texas on the website too. Thank you. Keep crushing. Yeah, and I really like Rebunk Bear. Of course I'll read your promo, Rebunk Bear. Come on. We're boys. Visceral Bear. Hey, BB, just a quick question about the banquet. If we donate 400, does that get us tickets to the banquet? No, it's 1,000 gets you two tickets to the banquet. But the 400 will get you a ticket to the festival. So you'll be hanging and you'll have all kinds of great fun. You know, you'll be able to go to my uh, my show, the speakers, the events, you know. But, uh, yeah, the banquet's very specific. And um, we have to cut it off after today because we have to cater it. And we're going to provide awesome food. And um, all proceeds will go to buy more of that land. And so uh, it's a win-win. It's an actual... I don't want to call it a charity because it's not like they're fucking blind kids or something, but it's like, this is one of those, uh, you know, community oriented fundraising things where the money actually goes there. It's not one of these bullshit things where I say it does. And then we just fly for it. Like my tickets to the event, I paid for myself, like out of my own pocket for money. I made it unauthorized. I'm not making anything at the event. The money and oh, and I do technically own all the land privately, and that's the only way it has to be because a four hundred dollar donation does not get you private land. But I am thinking of the land as a community asset. You know, there's no way to legally make it everyone's land. That's kind of communist and gay. But um, it's you have my word that. I'm not just going to build a house on it and live on it or flip it for money. That, that goes without saying, but I know the, um, the little gremlin, the little gremlin brigade on the internet likes to pretend that that's my move because they're fucking insane. I mean, when did we start doing Ursa Rio? Was that three or four years ago? Uh, you can see my track record. That land has only been used. I've never even taken my family up there. I mean, we all went up together during a bear meetup once or twice, but um, that's not being used by me personally. You know, I mean, I would, I could, it's mine, but it's, 
it's one of those um it's one of those situations where you know that's the only way we can do it is i it's a private asset i own it um but it's for the community and it's for us to have these events on and for us to be able to navigate any future um gravels where when they were saying that you can't have a get together with more than 250 people and then 100 people and then 50 people because of COVID-19, we looked really, really hard into how to get through that. And this is the way to do it. I can't have people in my private property because of safety for my family. So we had to crowdfund a place where we could have get togethers and they couldn't police us because none of those things are laws. It's about license agreements with commercial properties So when you have a private property and you follow the zoning and you don't have debt because the bank or the insurance company through the bank's mortgage could turn the screws on you, then you have the freedom to have your community get togethers, to have your events, to grow your corn, to have your uh, shows without any persecution whatsoever from the government. And so that's the vision. And if you want to be a part of it, BertariaCampgrounds.com. Okay. Um, if not another Florida bear, who's also a 400 donor and I are carpooling to the fest. And we're wondering if we can combine our donations and ship in an extra 200 to hit that thousand hour donation for two ticks. Thanks. That's a really good idea. And I think that's actually fair, but we have to figure out the logistics. I'll have to talk. I don't know how to like, I'm, I'm sure we can figure something out, but it has to be like soon. I don't, I don't fucking have it. Like, I'm not the tech guy. I don't know how to organize that. But uh, uh, that sounds reasonable to me. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how we can do that. Do you have a portal access or can you email Coddington? We'll figure it out. All right. Two Acre ND Bear. Jonah Bear is gay. We're all putting, we're all pulling for you, brother. Wow. This is a, this is a big event today about poor Jonah Bear. Rabbit Ears Bear. I know how hard it is to have a gay dad who rollerblades. My dad isn't like fully gay. He was a married guy, two kids. I don't think he's like a rampant homosexual. He just battles fruit booting. And I'll read what I wrote about him on the internet. But he's, uh, as far as trauma cycles go, I think he's a net positive. I think he is a success of a father. And I I know I didn't used to say that because... um, I was mad and I was mad at what he put my mom through with his bizarre online escapades. But, uh, you know, I think people are, are graded on a curve and what they're aware of and, and what they try to protect their children from. And I, I actually um, think my dad did a good job because sexuality is also on a curve. It's like it's an indulgence. It's like saying. You know that a bunch of grabber lawyers tried to create this whole narrative that there was something called the warrior gene to justify violent criminals. That there are, there are people that are just born to kill people. It's not their fault. It's their it's their genes. Um, you know, so when you say someone's gay, it's like saying someone's an alcoholic. Like there's no way out. I have a good friend of mine up here who got a DUI a year ago, hasn't drank since, and his life has turned so good. And he would have probably considered himself an alcoholic and now just isn't. And I'm not against the 12-step programs. I know some people really with type A personalities really like that and it helps them and it works for them and I'm all about that. 
But saying someone's gay is kind of similar to saying you're an alcoholic. Like it almost gives you no way out for, it's like you, you know, people have fetishes and, and like weird things they battle and weird brain wirings and stuff like that from experiences and from like things you've been through. Um, but I think things are fixable. I think our mind is fixable. And so to say someone's gay is, uh, you know, I know I joke around about it a lot, but my jokes are actually doing good for the world because I'm trying to make being gay a behavior and not an identity. And so to say that there's such a thing as like uh, gay genes is to alleviate all responsibility of the person. Or like, I was just born to be an alcoholic. It's outside of my control. No, that's not true. I'm just big bone. That's why I'm a fat fuck. It's like, no, you know, it's just not, I, and that's what, that's my thoughts about that. Okay. If they're going to call alcoholism a disease, call being gay a disease. Well, everything's a disease. You know, murder is a disease. That's why it's like, uh, you can just be like, oh, I was just born to be a murderer. Like there's nothing I can do about it. It's outside of my control. It is what it is. I'm just like, I mean, immediately you can apply that to pedophilia. Immediately. It's like, oh, I was just born a minor attracted person. So it's like, you can't punish me for who I am. Baby, I was born this way. You can't logically go down that road because then you can't punish it because it's an identity that you have no control over. If you have no control over it, then how is it your fault? You know? Think it through. Anyway, so here's the looking glass video. Codsworth, collect more super chats if we have any, and then I'll focus. Uh, reality. Uh, right now, billions of people are controlled by accusations because they don't know how to respond to them. And when you realize how thin and nonsensical it is, it all falls apart. For example, if someone says, I'm offended, just go, okay. And you'd be surprised how quickly it all falls apart. They go, I've, I'm offended. Just go, so? Like, if you don't care, it doesn't matter. And then they can go, you're racist. And then just go, yeah. And then they go, oh, well, I, I find you de deplorable and disgusting. Just go, so? And then it's like, so quickly they disintegrate. Because they realize that if you don't react, there's nothing actually being said. <laughs> like if someone's like, well, you're, you're a sexist. Just go, yeah. And they go, because your response is how you're controlled. If you're understanding what I'm saying, this is mind-blowing to understand. The accusation doesn't mean anything. If you just accept it, like if someone's like, I find your behavior abhorrent, just go, okay. Well, I mean, you, sir, and then just go, then leave. And they're like, well, you, you're a bigot. Just go, yeah, sure, yeah. What does that mean exactly? Well, you, you judge people based on their, their identities. Yeah. Do you think a pit bull and a poodle act the same? Would you let your five-year-old kid play with a, a pit bull like they would a chihuahua? Well, I haven't thought about it. I just, 
you sir and just go (laughs) i don't care what you think and if you genuinely don't care it's like it all just disappears like an apparition have someone to describe what racist means just go well what do you mean by racist and they go just go define it like what do you mean by anti-semitic like what does that mean you you hate all jews no that's not true i don't hate all jews i make fun of some of their behaviors like they did this is guys all right i'm gonna land this plane here but if you understand what i'm saying your whole life just changed (laughs) like perception like the way that all of this works is just perception well you're you i i've Someone being offended by you doesn't matter at all. Like a pedophile is offended if you protect your children. Like, so? Good. Go to jail. (laughs) Like, what does offended mean? That they feel bad because of your behavior? Good. I lock up my bike. Well, that's racist to lock up your bike. I don't give a fuck what you think. You're not getting your hands on my bike. Enjoy your Sunday, everybody. Just roll with it, guys. If you, if someone goes, if someone just accuses you of something, just make them define it and don't care. And that's it. It's over. Like, there, guys, there's nothing after that. Trust me, I've went through the looking glass. I've went through the whole gauntlet. There's nothing at the other side of that that you should fear at all. They just go, well, I mean, and then just go, didn't... Like, aren't you, like, stealing from your boss? Or, like, aren't you fucking, like, a closet homo? Or didn't you cheat on your husband? Or, like, you can always just be like, aren't you a fucking disgusting human being? If you want to go that route. But I, I don't recommend that. I've, I've went down that road. You don't need to alienate people. Just just be like. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to go on attack. I mean, I just want to give you guys good advice. You don't need to then just go, you should, just just be like, okay. Like, just don't care. Like, I'll show you who the kings of, not, of, of perception are. It's quote-unquote Holocaust survivors. Wait, to, like, watch this clip that uh, Daywalker Bear made. Herman Rosenblatt received international attention for his tale about being a hungry little boy in Nazi concentration camp who was thrown apples every day by a little girl named Roma on the other side of the fence. This is the greatest love story we've ever told on this show. Years later, according to the story, Rosenblatt met the same girl on a blind date in New York City, proposed to her on the spot. I used to come by every day, bring the apple, have in my jacket and a piece of bread, and he used to say, I'll see you tomorrow. Six weeks ago, Holocaust scholars proved that it was physically impossible for prisoners to approach the fence at the concentration camp where Herman was kept. Holocaust scholars on 4chan. <laughs> no, but for real though, there are Holocaust scholars and uh guys, it's mostly I mean, I'm still on Twitter right now, so we're not gonna make any big claims, but uh and the Roma's family was actually two hundred miles away at the time. This is the best part. How did you tell such a big lie to so many people for so long? It wasn't a lie. It was It was my imagination. And, and in my, my imagination, imagination, in my, my mind, mind, 
I believed it. I believed it. it. Even now I believe believe it. it. That she was there. there. And she threw the apple to me. me. But members of his own family say his real motivation was money. So you were not motivated in any way by money? (laughs) No. This is from your son. He said that he knew you were lying for years and he couldn't get you to stop. Yes. It's not true. But in my imagination, it was true. Herman Rosen... In my imagination, it was true. Were you motivated by money? No. In my imagination, no. Okay, so we're about to dive more into this. Uh, Ironically, I'm going to put everyone into the train and get them out of uh, Twitter because Twitter has a policy, according to German law, where we're not allowed to uh, discuss any of these topics. I'm not, I don't hate Jews. I... I literally, I, I can actually explain what happened uh, pretty well. There were Jews that died in World War II. There was persecution. These things happened. These camps did exist in reality. Uh, but I'm not going to dive into it. So all you Twitter people, if you want to come listen more, if you want to listen to, like, I'm not into Hitler. And I'm not saying that to cuck or anything. I actually am not. He did have a pretty good economic policy Some of the stuff he wrote about was pretty fucking based. Listen, I I view him as like a historical figure like I view everybody else. Like I'm not mad about it. But if you want to hear my objective thoughts without hatred or without like a team, like I'm not on a team, why don't you head on over to uh, Codsworth? Can you give me something to read so people know where where to go? Because I respect Twitter's terms and conditions. It's like, if you have a private company and you offer me an audience where I can discuss things and you don't want me addressing certain very, very lucrative spells, I'm not into Hitler, haha. I swear to God, I'm not. I'm not like doing a wink. I'm also not into Lenin or Trotsky or FDR or Churchill or Stalin. I mean, Stalin was kind of sweet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like he... Was one of the he he banned more gammas from this world than anyone in human history, but he was a piece of shit too. So don't think that I'm like mad about Hitler or that I like Hitler. I just am going to explain what happens when you have a high IQ, high trust population mixes with a high IQ, low trust population. And I'm just going to tell you, this is not going to, oh yeah, Rumble. Rumble is live free. Okay, you can go to unauthorized.tv. I'm on Rumble right now. Coddington will put the link there. The German government said, if you were in a camp, you don't need proof and we will pay you because they were high trust, high IQ people. Well, uh, and the reason they did that is because they're like, well, people can't prove if they were in a camp. It was during war. The records, some of the records have been burned. Why would anyone lie about that? Right? The train has left the station, so we're safe to... Okay, cool. So that literally is what happened. Legally speaking, uh, the German government opened themselves up for endless nonsense because they couldn't even imagine that someone would be that disgusting, that they would lie and say they were in a concentration camp when they were not. They said, literally, that if you just said you were in a camp... They would give you money because they did do atrocities. Sorry, Germans. I'm part German. Big fan. Tartaria, all that shit. I get it. Great. Never forget Dresden. I'm all on board. But there was horror that happened at some of these camps. And so they're like, okay, we will pay reparations. We worked out a deal. Things went on, blah, blah, blah. And 
And so these grabbers were like, I was in a camp. And it's like, no, you de- And then over time, millions of them said they were at camps when they fucking weren't. Even to this day, you can add your name to the list of Holocaust survivors without any oversight at all. And you will be fucking compensated. And because that's happening right now in China. China's also high IQ, low trust, a lot like a certain group, right? So this is happening right now. Beijing, a zoo in eastern China, is denying suggestions some of its bears might be people in costumes after photos of the animal standing like humans circulate online. Okay, that's a guy. That's a Chinese guy. Okay. A lot of like the Nordic German types can't imagine someone being that disgusting. They're like, oh, you're just schizophrenic and paranoid. You're a conspiracy theorist. Why would anyone lie about that? Money. Like they're scum. Because this is what's happened with perception. When, when perception wizards meet manufacturing wizards, China, it's super, super funny. We were all in camps. Big Bear even sorted our bags. That's a good point around you, Bear. I really did. I used to work for the Jew camps and I sorted all their bags. It was a summer project. I, I lived at a Holiday Inn and I worked at a Newark um, warehouse. True story. I was in prison. I was enslaved by the Phoenicians. Okay, so that's a Chinese guy in a suit. And I used to be nice. Like my mother is so fucking Nordic and Germanic American, rural Wisconsin, never sees lies. Like can't imagine why someone would lie. Like, my mom is the type of woman that's like, but why would they lie? Money, sex, humiliation, like, they're fucking disgusting. Like, a lot of tall, white people, there's some, there's some indigenous that are like this, too. There's some indigenous populations that were so fucking trusting that certain grabbers could just wipe them out. They'd literally be like, drink this tea. It's definitely not poison. They're like... Oh, thank you, my brother. Oh, and then they're just like dead. It's insane. So high trust, high IQ populations, they literally have no concept of lying. That is a Chinese guy in a bear suit. Why would they lie? Because you, you pay a guy less than a fucking bear. It's literally... Okay, so billionaire class in Masonic Grabler America, which is fine. I'm not anti-Masonic. I get it. You guys are just doing your thing. But it's all about perception. Like, what is Nike? It's a mind thing. It's a brand. What is an Apple? It's a brand, like Apple, brand, right? And so they can charge for the perception of the product. It's all about perception. This is why they're in such a paradox with censorship. This is why they need puppets like Andrew Tate and John Zerka to front run, you know, Islamic fuckboy and Christian fuckboy stuff. Because you can't just ban people. You can't just execute everybody because it doesn't because their entire value is on perception. Let me explain. So I was watching Succession and it's a pretty demonic show, but it reveals a lot of accuracy about that class. And there was even a scene where they were um, at a comedy show at a retreat. And guys, I've literally been that comedian. So Aspen Comedy Festival, I end up playing Beatles songs on a piano all night with General Wesley Clark at a billionaire's house after crushing and hanging out with, you know, uh, Warner from Warner Brothers' daughter who's giving me fuck me eyes. You know, like I've been in that world, okay? Crushing. And they, they, they kiss up to you and they kiss your ass and they give you money and all this. And I'm like, why? I'm just a funny dude. It's because they need 
perception. They need consciousness. They farm human consciousness. And there was a scene in Succession where comedians just making fun of uh, the, the alpha dog, the old man, and calling him old, and he's like a pervert, and everyone's laughing, and it blew up a billion-dollar deal. Because the, the parasite class, the billionaire class, doesn't actually know what people think. It's all about what people think. The markets, if you're in a public company or you're a politician, people's desires and view of you, the perception of you, is all that matters. A private company doesn't have to do shit. Let me tell you a story about a private company. I once hosted the uh, art director. I hosted Art Director Guild Awards three years in a row. And one year it was sponsored by Kohler, you know, uh, who make all your toilets. And they were so impressed with me that they wanted to put me in like an ad campaign. And, they, and I was uh, performing at Madison, uh, in Madison, Wisconsin at a comedy club. And the Kohler people were like, come up and uh, visit. And of course, I asked him like for way too much money, I think. I was like, yeah, just I want a million dollars, you know, whatever. So it didn't really go through because it's like, how do you justify giving someone like me a million dollars for a fucking toilet commercial? But um, I saw what real power, what like a real powerful family business looked like. They're not public. Kohler owns a fucking town. So I went to Kohler's, uh, uh, you know, headquarters they make engines too guys it's actual business power i've never seen anything like it because i've been to warner brothers and sony and fucking all these fuck boy places it's all nonsense any public company is nonsense that's why i'll never take investors i'll never take stocks nothing you're you're literally gay kohler wisconsin the whole town is all kohler employees it's run by the family it's owned by the family there's no stocks and I'm like, whoa, like I got to witness what actual business power looks like. And it was amazing. Public companies, they're like the slut. No offense, sluts. I mean, I mean that too. I, I know a lot of women are promiscuous because of how they were raised. I really don't mean anything by it. But you know, like that girl that, that will agree to blow or fuck any guy that gives them attention because they're defined by their the attention they're given. That's every public company. They're nothing. They're literally ghosts. And so one tweet out of someone like me, yeah, Kohler does make quality stuff. It's, it's still American manufacturing. Like if we had more Kohlers in America, if we had more homesteads and Kohlers and small private companies like Germany still fucking has, now we're talking power. Public companies are not power. It's literally gross. All of it is gross. Like when you see billionaires that are stock options, Sony, all this, it's, it's like hell. It's like you're living in hell. If you own Kohler with your family in Wisconsin and you own the town and you don't pay taxes, you're a lord. You're a fucking feudal lord. And that's awesome. Like I'm not anti-wealth. I'm anti-parasite. So anyway, because that's why they, they don't sell products. They sell perception. You know, the that, that uh, HBO show Silicon Valley addressed this too when they were really excited about their product and the CEO was like, our product is the stock. It's not like the software. Like we make the stock. They make the idea. They don't make anything. Like they're fucking garbage. So it's like the perception of power is their power. So someone like me can literally tank a billion dollar thing or like uh, an idol they're putting money into. Like this John Zerka guy, he's literally a front run idol 
you know, puppet that they're putting resources into so that they can control human perception. Like if you go up the org chart of the, uh, the Illuminati fucking pyramid, the higher you go, the more people don't understand human nature at all. Like they need low level minions like Joe Rogan to be like the commandant of Auschwitz, to like be the enforcer, to, to, to carve out perception. Cause those big guys, they don't know. They just, they just float. And that's why they'll do, they're like complete liars. They believe nothing. They'll say anything to get one more nickel. I, one more like, you know, morsel of blood. They produce nothing. They all hate themselves. It, it's insane. Christian fuckboys are the worst. Oh, the worst. I'll get into that. I haven't even gotten into the main topic. It's been an hour, but I really wanted to talk about this. So the reason they can't flat out censor us is because without perception, they don't exist. So someone like me with, with a lot of human consciousness, with a lot of people with consciousness, if they just shut us down, bang, they create another, they create another market that they don't control. Do you see it? That's why they need gatekeepers. Because if they say, okay, Owen Benjamin isn't allowed to speak anymore. If they kill me, then that's a martyr. That's how you start a fucking religion. They don't want to do that. So if they're like, okay, we have to convince people that he's evil. So we're shutting him down for their own good. Okay. That didn't work long term. Never bet against this guy. All right. Uh, Because don't bet against a guy with goats, a well, and a little autistic. We don't lose. Like this is a little clip from back when... Andrew Tate censored me from Instagram. One of these uh, puppets, one of these false Masonic idols. All right, so check this out. Man, I have a really good stream today. Every, everything's really clicking on high cylinders. And yes, I will repeat this just like I have in my past two Tate videos, it somehow gets worse. As they allegedly have Twitter and Instagram employees in their cult, banning and botting people who criticize them. This is coming from a war room whistleblower. We, we have many Twitter employees, we have Instagram employees, TikTok employees. When we want to, we can delete an account. Whatever the perceived attack is on the Tate brand, that the marketing, the post, the tweet, the thread, whatever, is, uh, is purporting, we counter that with our Tate bots. We get big accounts to slander the person that's making that thread. So my Instagram was nuked today, and Andrew Tate, Cobra Tate on Gab, took credit for it. He says, sorry, brother. I'm not your brother. Your brother's a gay guy who wears slippers. I had to get your Instagram wiped. For spreading lies about me. I'll get it reactivated once you calm down. Okay, he just mass flagged it. It's down, obviously. It's gone. But uh, so our response, me and Connaughton discussed it, is, bro, you're not good at gatekeeping. If you're pretending to be censored, you can't brag about censoring other people. Also, what you did was very feminine and emotional. Go buy some new leopard print slippers and calm down. Uh, So gay, so fucking gay. All right, so that's the Masonic uh, Islamic fuckboy position. Let me show you the Christian one. And it's hilarious. Like, uh, Vox cued me into this guy. And he's been trolling me now for, like, a few months. So this is the guy. His name is John Zerka. And I only did this because I created a public display. And it actually was good for morale. Like, I... You know, every now and then it's good to collect a skull publicly, get rid of your dead wood. Anybody that wants to call women whores and snort cocaine for Christ, um, get the fuck out of here. No, we don't want you. It's not actually promoting him. 
Yeah, we've raised 4500 today for the uh, campgrounds. That's fucking awesome, guys. Yes! We might actually hit this goal. <laughs> yeah! Bears crushing it. So, uh, BertariCampgrounds.com. Uh, get la- last day to be part of this year's rewards. All right, so anyway, uh, what was I just talking about? Anyway, so this is what he said about me, and this was my reaction. So he said, because he, he just kept going. He was like, does anyone remember when Owen Benjamin was funny? Oh, Owen Benjamin. So Ye reached out to Owen Benjamin and not me because Owen Benjamin, because I'm too powerful, all this stuff. And he said, uh, failed comedian who chops wood. Your kids laugh at your failed career. I wrote, your kids don't exist because you can't get guys' asses pregnant. And then I posted this. And this is now being shared quite a bit. I just looked at the analytics. And uh, it's at 35, 385,000 views. Like people are responding like, I just witnessed a murder. So I wrote, hey, Zerka, you may just want to back away slowly. I know 200 milligrams of Adderall and an uh, OnlyFans account make you feel like a god. But you're not. I'm an actual comedian and an actual legend and will grind you into dust. But fuck it. I'm always down for a challenger. Don't forget to bring up Jesus every few posts so everyone knows you're actually the good guy. And not a clout-chasing YouTube bobblehead with no kids pretending to be something he's not. I could literally conquer Canada with the guys currently in my house. Keep your mouth shut and supply us with maple syrup. Know your role, little boy. And then he just kept going and going. Of course, he gets into my dad and all that stuff. And so... The fun, this is something I wanted to bring up that's so fucking funny. So I said, because Muslims are writing me, like, as a Muslim and I read his page, it makes me feel bad for Christians. He is so disgusting in every way that I genuinely thought it was a Christian parody page. I wrote, because Muslims are writing to me. I wrote, it's hilarious. The Muslim reaction is either disgust and pity or they're a little mad that I'm recorrecting Christianity because if the Zerkas are allowed to turn young Christian males into fuck boy drunk scum, the West will be Islamic in a week. The way I see it is the truth is the truth. A win is a win. And I'm just happy to be here on this awesome ride. Literally, Muslims are like, bro, let them do the, uh, do the coke. It's good in the macro. Like they're watching these dudes like, yeah, like some of the Muslims. And one Muslim was like, we are not like Jews, so we are not going to promote this guy. But just let it happen, dude. <laughs> and so here's some of my uh, things I wrote about him. And no, this is not promoting him. This is giving you an option. Uh, If you'd rather be with that fucking guy, great. I'm into it. Just go do that. All right. So I wrote, um, because he was saying I never had a career. I'm a loser, a has-been, all this stuff. And bear in mind, this guy was attempting to be a bear in May. May. Where is he? Where is this? Uh... Holocaust, blueberries, tomatoes, Muslim. What the fuck? Did I not put it up? Uh, I I posted a DM on Twitter. If I don't have it, I don't. I'll just tell you what he says. He was like, "I'm not eleven bear." You know, he's like trying to fucking DM me. Oh, here it is. So he was like DMing me, and I've never responded to his DMs. Ever. Because I don't, swear to God, guys, I don't communicate with gay men. <laughs> so he's like, something you will enjoy. I am 9-11 bear. Destiny versus Zerka. No response. So then he gets his little panties in a bunch and starts being like, 
failed comedian who chops wood, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, I'm about to turn you into an example. I'm about to use you as a way to show the people what a fucking gatekeeper looks like. You want to be a bear? Nice try. You don't, I've approved of actual retards. No offense, burn bear. But like I've verified people that are re- retarded because I don't care. I'm like, yeah, well, I would never verify him. He's not a fucking bear. He's a bitch. Yeah, he's like Chris Sky. Yeah, exactly. So I wrote, hey, Zerka official, you're burning your quote on career every day. Pretending to be masculine while directly doing all gay shit. Short supply of cucks will run out quick and you'll be left covered in your own smut. Putting women in bikinis all over your website, anyone with a brain cell knows that's gay. Smart women know that you're the one getting used by whores. And masculine men know that you don't have any attributes of a masculine man. Just another gay dude that can't hold down a woman because you're a pussy and doesn't know what men are supposed to do. You cloud chase the wrong dude, homie. I just revealed your whole scam. You're a smut-peddling, woman-hating gay man pushing feminism for men because you hate women. But as long as you bring up Jesus and God, people don't see it right away. But I do. I see all of it. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Better amp up the Adderall and the steroids if you want to compete with me, boy. But it won't help. Because all it will do is make you a larger, more grotesque caricature of your broken insides. Response? Take your time. Let me guess. I chop wood and I'm not funny. Okay. He wrote, my whole career ended from the worst comedian of all time talking about chopping wood. And I wrote, you don't have a career. You know how easy it is to get some half good looking girls to get naked on camera and pretend they like you? The market for fuck boys is done. Getting on that train now will get you bent over some executive's desk as you keep pretending like it's working. Chop, chop. You brag about filth and have nothing of value. What else you got, boy? And they said, nobody even clips your comedy for YouTube or TikTok or anything. Only bitch shoot knows you. So I responded, well, I'm not allowed there because I'm not fucking approved, dummy. So where is it? Did I not tweet it out? You guys know the answer to that. I don't need to, I don't need to uh, respond. I was like, yeah, at 150 million views on YouTube when they deleted me, all my clips channels all my TikTok channel, all the mirror channels because I'm effective. And then Neon Raven said, Owen has no debt, is raising his family on his own land out in the country trying to become self-sufficient. He's the most banned comedian of all time and has been consistently calling out bullshit for years. He's an absolute legend. Never heard this cuck thing. I don't buy it. Zerk has been hilarious too and a force of good on the internet for men. I get why people think that, but I'm providing an alternative. He's just extreme, hypocritical. And so then I wrote, um, yeah, they lie about me to try and trick people into following one of these useless mimics like Zerka into a sterile drug addicted pit. I'm just engaging with him to give any of his audience an actual way out. These people do actually trick good people who are hungry for masculinity and truth. So I will get the best of his and he will get my worst. It's a solid deal and I'm thankful for his mouth of trolling he's or this month of trolling he's done today's a great day to respond any of you who enjoy this clown for his aggression but feel uncomfortable with his drug use and homoerotic promiscuity come to the winning team ownbenjamin.com and then i wrote masculinity protects women it doesn't just talk about what women should do or not do on the internet at the same time as they try and get him drunk and naked and someone said 
He blocks anyone who calls him a Freemason or controlled op. I wrote, he can't block me. Where else would he get his ideas to mimic and corrupt? And then he said, someone said, Zerka took the vax. I wrote, yeah, and I can tell he takes a lot more than that, if you know what I'm saying. His handlers will not be happy with his performance today. The move, Zerka, is to pace me and mimic me. Don't ever engage directly with an authentic. Just copy us and mimic us. When you engage, you've revealed, you've ruined, you've revealed yourself and ruined years of investment. I bet you get spanked for your little performance today. Get off the pills and stay focused. Never directly engage with a real man like me. It's rule number one for the controlled opposition. And he just kept going to the point where he bragged about Freemasonry. You'll see in a second. So then I told him about my Nagel. I said, hey, because he was trying to post pictures of my, about my dad and stuff like that. I wrote, hey, Zerka, if you really want to burn me with clips from my past, subscribe to mynagel.com. It's the number one comedy search engine. And they said his career was, uh, someone said that my career was canceled for defending children from trans grooming. He was crushing beforehand. And I said, yeah, ironically, I became a failed comedian doing what these mimics pretend to do now that it's safe. I bet Zerka tests positive for AIDS within six months and then chops off his cock for higher Twitch engagement. And they said, when Owen was 29, he accomplished nothing. At his age, I will have done more than his homosexual ancestry combined. And I said, at 29, I'd already been in three movies, a cast member of Punked, two Comedy Central specials, and was a headlining comedian. You keep mocking my dad for being gay, which is ironic, because at your age, he had already had a wife. And the only reason he's a little fruity is he was raised Catholic and exposed to your priests. You're objectively way gayer than my dad. He just has issues from his Catholic upbringing. It's probably why you recently converted to Catholicism and are so gung-ho about it. It's literally a club for childless men in robes. Have fun. Enjoy Christ. The irony of me being called a failed comedian is I was in the top 0.1% of comedians at this guy's age. Back then, it was much more competitive. You couldn't just get high on drugs and scream about Jesus and whores on the internet. You had to perform and crush live in clubs with real people. And there was intense competition. And he, keep, he keeps referencing my gay dad, which is yet another irony. My dad, my dad is actually a solid dude overall. I recently told him that given his life and what he's had to overcome, he is a success. Still married to my mom at 82 years old, provided for his kids. Yes, he battles rollerblading, but that's because of his Catholic upbringing. Compulsions and weirdness planted in his youth by the one true church. It's pretty sad, but I judge people on a curve. And if you end trauma cycles and you do the best you can for your kids, I consider that a win. We all have issues and we all have weakness. The key to life is to not pass it on and to not damage the next generation. Just my thoughts. This Zerka doesn't have to worry about any of that because he can't get a guy's ass pregnant. Okay? And then someone said, why even reply? And I said, I'm dramatizing truth for everyone. Everyone likes a spectacle and a fight, so I'm using this Canadian ass clown to show people exactly what a controlled mimic looks like what false masculinity is, and why to avoid people who complain all the time with no solutions. And I find it funny. I think these guys promoting Christianity, I think if these are the guys promoting Christianity, then the Muslims are going to conquer while the Christians are fighting about how to get blowjobs from drunk girls. And then I escalated. I posted, I posted this. 
For those of you just listening, it's the Freemason G with gay. I said, I bet Zerka's handlers are like, bro, disengage. You're burning credibility. What the fuck? Never directly engage with Owen. For the record, I'm not even anti-Freemasonry. I know some cool Masons, and when I did jury duty, I developed a legit appreciation for the system. My country was founded by Freemasons, and I don't see you as my enemies. That being said, I'm not a Freemason, so I've never taken any little vows, so I have the ability of mocking any of your little scripts, especially if you fucking troll me. This little fucker had been trolling me for months saying that I'm rejecting Christ and I'm a failed comedian. If you're going to do your little ops on the profane, that's your business. But don't poke the fucking bear with one of your little puppets or I'm going to rhetorically own them and put my brand on their forehead like I just had to do with this Canadian pump pimp. Just let me post about gardening, my stolen bike, and how much I hate rollerblading in peace. And then this is when things got really fucking funny. I got the Freemasons on my fucking side. So then Zerka posts... Order out of chaos with my meme. Okay? And I said, uh, it's so funny. Like a bunch of Masons were like, dude, you don't even understand Masonry to Zerka. He wrote, order out of chaos. And I wrote, bro, I'm not even a Mason and I understand Masonry better than you. You're not even doing it right. He wrote, ha, 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 ha. Who actually believes Owen has ever even read one Masonic monitor? Theater kid wants to debate with the big boys. And then some dude wrote, Owen probably has a better understanding of masonry than Zerka, if I'm being real. And then someone said, uh, can't even hang, no way, next, Christ is king. And I'm like, so I wrote, <laughs> the Freemasons are like, Zerka, what the fuck, dude? You're not supposed to publicly brag about being a mason. And Owen's right, he actually understands it better. John Zerka, you read an oath so you could get rich. Owen actually understands what the pillars mean. He is literally a goat shepherd, you coked out Canadian fool. Now get back to turning Christians into drunk fuckboys, or we will stop promoting you. Swear to God, I understand masonry better. <laughs> like, I know, like, he doesn't even understand what the, what the pillars are, or like what it's about, or like how to ma- manage consciousness and human farming and all this stuff. It's like, he's literally an idiot. So many Freemasons don't even understand what their fucking oath means or what they're supposed to be doing. And the fact I just figured it out, it's like so many Masons, like you're not supposed to say like, you don't even understand Masonry when you're trying to fucking subvert Christians. Catholics aren't supposed to be Freemasons, you fucking idiot. Are you, do you not know that? The Catholics are supposed to publicly be against Freemasonry. Are you fucking retarded? Jesus Christ. He's like, oh, you think you know Freemasonry? I'm like, he's like, Christ is king. I'm like, dude. Okay, you're like, so you're never allowed to say you're not a Mason. You can see that all the time. Like when Timmy Ballard recently was like, everyone's saying I, I said this, or I, I was arrested for pedophilia, or I'm a Freemason, but, and then he'll deny everything except being a Freemason. You're not, you're not allowed to deny being a Freemason. Which I understand. You have a lot. You, dude, I'm, I swear to God I'm not even against Freemasonry. You know, it's, it's about consolidating wealth, having a fraternity. I have no interest in it at all personally. But they manage systems, systems that I rely on. You know, it's like, but like you're not supposed to fucking tell anybody. And so 
the lodge is going to look at him and be like, are you fucking retarded? Like you don't say you're a Mason when you're doing a Masonic script. And so when you look at, you know, fucking Andrew Tate and Zerk, like their whole purpose is to bring masculinity, promiscuity and alcoholism and drug use into Islam and Christianity because it makes them easier to control, to get the sheep through the two pillars. You understand? It's, it's like I'm an actual fucking goat shepherd. If you want to manage a, a, a giant herd of people, you have to get them through the pillars. Yourself and everyone else, it's all about farming. Who farms the farmers? That's like the whole point of fucking Freemasonry. And it's not just bad, but it's like I have no interest in oaths because I, I, I need the freedom to be able to make fun of the moon landing or anything like that. And I don't... I don't want, I never want to make an oath to a dude because I've been betrayed a lot. I just don't want anything to do with it. But like, he doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing. He's just like, women are whores. So the free, so, so he's being promoted in Masonic systems because it's like when you keep a goat, cause I try to, I, I don't, I don't overfeed my goats cause I like to keep them doing what I want, you know? And if you view people as goats and sheep, and, and, you know, get off the fucking high horse. The Bible's filled with comparing people to sheep. All right. It's not that crazy where you're managing a herd or a flock. Right. And so the whole thing is you manage it with gatekeeping, pasture rotation, allowing them to graze on certain grass and not other grass. You have the hook and the stick. You have the bucket of grain. You, you beat them and you give them the grain and you fucking get them to go through the pillars, right? That's, that's how I view it. I've never been um, included and in, I've never been to a lodge. I've never been fucking uh, given secret knowledge, but it's pretty fucking obvious what it is, okay? So you're managing human consciousness. The billionaire class, one of the reasons that Gmail, you know, it's all this, or like the Facebook logo, all this stuff, that the new Twitter X is half of a, Freemasonic logo. Guys, when I, when I hosted the Art Director Guild Awards, behind me was a giant compass and fucking triangle. Like, they're not just bad guys. You know, they're the builders. And then there are people doing... This is how I view Freemasonry. This is how I view and, uh, a lot of this shit. They're making you an offer. The reason I don't view Freemasonry as my enemy is because... The real fight is internal. They're going to make you an offer. Do you want to believe this horseshit and allow yourself to indulge in fucking booze and pornos and be managed and you got Amazon and Twinkies shoved in your asshole? They'll give you that as long as you're a good little sheep and you fucking follow the directions and all that. If you don't want that, you don't have to do that, but you have to do it yourself, which is the path I'm on. A lot of people don't want to be on that path. And frankly, they're kind of horrifying if they were just not provided for that's how I view... Yeah, yeah. God just has an image. I know a lot of Freemasons without knowing Freemasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is me. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of them view themselves as builders or like, you know, people that are just doing the work and getting the gigs and blah, blah, blah. Like, look at that image. Like, look at that. The Art Director Guild Awards is blatantly a fucking Freemasonic image. You know? I'm not a Freemason. I'm just what they consider talent or a adjacent or I don't know. They probably have a term for me. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like somebody that's just really good at his craft and can deliver. And 
I'm not trying to overtake the system or take down the government because as a farmer, I've really started to understand systems. It's like, okay, if you're going to keep everyone functioning, like I've been so betrayed by so many people that I consider like friends and they're like stab me in the back and try and use me for clout and all this shit that I do have hope for all people and I'm not going to take O's and I'm not going to treat people like animals and all this shit. But there's some fucked up people in this world. Like Slick Rick, do you want him not having someone to manage him? You know? Do you think a lot are J's because of the word free? That's hilarious, Pool Bear. That's a skinny Big Bear. Listen, future farmer, I'm working on it. I've really hit a plateau with weight loss. I'm not looking for advice, but, you know, yeah, that was, I mean, that guy, that guy's crushing. I'm definitely so much fatter than that. All right. Bowler Bear's. One of the main reasons I'm losing weight is because I fucking know Bowler Bear is going to make fun of me at the event. Like, really make fun of me. I'm going to call him a nigger immediately. I'm just going to be like, you fucking nigger. Because he's going to be like, oh, look at your bitch hips and big fat fucking tits. And I'm going to be like, you fucking nigger. All right. So anyway, uh, here's a funny clip that Adam sent me with Yay. Watch this. This is super funny. Um... The next day I look on World Star. I'm literally like on all these black websites. So, so Adam's making a, co- uh, a comedy documentary. Adam is now fully on retainer. And he's coming up again this week to shoot more sketches. If anybody has sketch ideas, please put them in the comment section on Rumble. I would say on, uh, on the uh, Bertaria app, but it, it's not uh, appropriate. Uh, I keep the Bertaria app completely family friendly. But this is a great little clip. Just talking about the... Uh, I mean, my year was fucking hilarious. The next day I look on World Star. I'm literally like on all these black websites. So, Owen Benjamin, you guys got to pull this up. Owen Benjamin, Pell, the is fucking, a hack, and he gets a lot of his jokes from Owen Benjamin. What? The narrative about me is I'm racist because I have a song called "That Nigger Stole My Bike." Owen Benjamin is a very racist right-wing comedian who is known for anti-Semitic remarks homophobic remarks and calling Barack the excuse me Barack Obama the n-word in 2019 right-wing watch reported on Benjamin's statement that Adolf Hitler was trying to clean Germany clean it of the parasites of the fleas and he claims that Jews control the media real quick that's what it says in rise and fall of the third Reich Adolf Hitler claimed that's what he was doing literally that's history and Okay, I'll change what I said. People who call themselves Jews control the media. Is that better? So the Jews don't control the media? I always like to get them to affirm the opposite. So it's like, okay, so, so the Jews don't control the media. No, I mean, they do, but you don't say it. I mean, listen. Okay, I understand how that sentence can be a little off. Because apparently there is no the Jews, but if there is no the Jews, how is there anti-Semitism? You have to have a, you have to have a coherent group in order to hate it or else anti-Semitism doesn't even exist. The irony is when you say the Jews, you're called an anti-Semite, but there has to be a the Jews in order to be an anti-Semite. So if it is this decentralized coalition of just Torah-loving guys then how can you be anti-Semitic if there is no the Jew? I don't even care anymore because I'm all about building my own fucking media. I literally don't even care. But just for the record, 
in Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, which is the premier uh, historical secondary document about all of Adolf Hitler, World War II, and it's written by a guy who's, who's you know, called a historian, a liberal. He's not controversial. All right, I've read the whole fucking book. Adolf Hitler's main point was that he would clean uh, Germany of its parasites, of his fleas. That's what he said. Okay? So I'm not the bad guy for telling you... What, Okay, let's say you're against Hitler. Don't you want to know the rhetoric that got him up there? You know? How is it bad to just fucking admit that that's what it was? Like that's So there was a lot of parasitic behavior happening in Weimar, Germany. There was a rise in trans children, unpayable debt. Sound fucking familiar? Uh, uh, hyperinflation, uh, sexual immorality, degeneration... You know, people were finding out that the profiteers of World War I were like all Jewish. I'm not saying the Jews did the war because you have to fucking, it's always an offer. If you don't fight the war, if you don't want to do what they want, there would be no war. Everybody's hands are dirty. You can't blame the Jews for wars. Now you can point out that the financiers and the profiteers in that movie called, uh, you know, The Lord of War, it was about a Jewish guy, right? You can point out that a lot of the ethnicity, if that's even a thing, if you can even be an ethnic religion, I don't even understand how Jew works, okay? But if you're going to claim that there is an ethnicity called Jew, an identity called Jew, and you look statistically at the things I'm talking about, it's a fact. Now, I don't even think there is an ethnicity called a Jew. I don't think you can have an ethnic religion. It's a contradiction. It's like, I don't believe that there that light can be a wave and a, a particle at the same time. Like I don't think a photon exists. I like when they say light is a particle and a wave, you can't be both. You can't be an ethnicity and a religion. A religion is a belief system, a behavior, a faith, okay? An ethnicity is a is something you don't choose, it's your DNA. It's like what your you know, categorization as an ethnicity or nationality is. It can't simultaneously exist. One is a choice, a behavior, and a belief. One is biological. So you can then claim that your biology gives you your belief, which is the definition of like the most hardcore eugenic white supremacy racism that could ever possibly imagine. That your status as a religious figure is from your DNA. If that's the Jewish claim, then there are out on a fucking crazy ass limb and they're not in a position to fucking criticize anybody. The people who own and run the media in America, mainstream media, what 90, 95% either identify ethnically as Jewish or are married to a Jewish person. When it's 1% of the population and 95% are either that's the identity. Like, I'm not going to lie so that you like me. I am not into this Catholic fascist Christ is king. Show me your cock bullshit. You know, these people are saying I'm a Jew and I should be gassed and shit. Like I'm not against the Jews. Okay. I'm just pointing out reality, you know? So like, I'm not on the team of the guys that are saying that Jews need to be gassed and 
um, you know, Christ is king, show me your cock. Like, I, I'm not in that world. I, I'm also not in the world where I, Judeo-Christianity and everything the Jews have given America, is, I'm not in either world. I think the Jewish identity right now is a liability shield, and the fact that they exploited World War II reparations from Germany and Poland is disgraceful. And there will be consequences to that. The fact that fucking Poland is still paying the Jews, you know, the Jewish World Council, for reparations for an event that barely happened. I mean, there were camps, there were war atrocities in World War II, there was anti-Semitic scapegoating, you know? There was a lot of horror, but the exploitation that they did about, quote-unquote, the Holocaust is despicable. And it is. And there will be pushback to that. Okay, and that's literally it. I would like to separate the fact Christ is the king of kings from the retards trying to... I'm not getting in a theological debate. I'm saying the people that are promoting whores, you know, like, um, what's that What's that guy's name? Like, a lot of the guys that scream Christ is king the most are actively trying to get dick pics from 15-year-olds. And I'm, I'm witnessing it. Like, I'm watching it. Like, the Zerka guy. Like they say, Christ is king, Christ is king, Christ is king. And it's like, but you're acting more degenerative than L.A. leftists. Because it really is, there's a danger to a reaction to immorality with a moral claim. It's actually, oh, Ali Alexander, yeah. Ali Alexander was trying to get young men to send dick pics. That's how you make confused men. It's very Catholic. Catholics do it all the time, especially the Jesuits. They'll take like young teens and they'll like, it's called love bombing them. They like try and give them power and compliment them and have them meet celebrities and all this. And then they're like, show me your cock. Show me your big hard cock. And they'll be like, oh, okay. And then those guys are confused for life. Like they have problems with their life, you know? And so if you're screaming Christ is king, but you're trying to get 15 year old boys to send you pictures of their cock on your phone, provable, that's more dangerous than Hollywood. That's more dangerous than the liberals, more dangerous than the left, because they're just scum. Like, they're just scumbags. You know, they're just like, um, the quote-unquote left liberals are just like, I'm going to do what I want, and I'm, I hate racists, I hate anti-Semites, you know, but, you know, love is love. They're just gross. But if you're claiming you're speaking for the only true God and you're still doing that behavior, but worse, Dave Rubin owns two boys. I never saw that out of left-wing Hollywood. Steven Crowder is a raging, sodomite, evil fuck. If you claim the whole Christ is King thing, Christ is King, only through God, only Jesus. If you do that, and you're doing that behavior, it's actually worse. It's actually worse, dude. Because you justify even worse, because like the left tries to justify their evil with equality or tolerance or uh, fairness. It doesn't quite, it doesn't quite get it going. Uh, Irish Truth says, really? Yes, it was on Vox's blog. Wasn't Crowder just out of for doing similar behavior? Yeah, Crowder sends men pictures of his penis on his phone. But Christ is king. Christ is king. 
Oh, so you're saying Kai Dating King? That's the trick, motherfucker. And they're going to keep hammering that. If you criticize their disgusting degeneracy, they will go, oh, so you hate Christ? So you hate the I am, the only I am? I'm like, not, not today, buddy. That's not working today. And the Muslims are going to own you. They're going to own your ass, whatever that even means. I don't know why I just said that. It sounded very uh, prison-oriented. Curious what the Bears' opinion on Owen Troyer is? Shut up, Natalie. I'm crushing right now. Don't get me sidetracked with gossip. Does Niggle go back to 2018 yet? Why don't you sign up and find out? MyNiggle.com. Pay your gay away. Does what I'm saying, yeah, Jesus is risen, changed my mind. He was merging up as he was trying to get money or as he was trying to send in dick pics and abandoning his wife with fucking twins. Okay? That's worse than the left. The left's moral claim is equality, is, uh, oh, everyone's equal, love is love. It's just like women. They act like women. They're like, all the toddlers are the same. Well, that one's slow and fat. Oh, they're all the same. That doesn't get it going. Yeah, like Jesus is risen. Okay, just look at, I'm not even going to show this. This is a chick in a bikini. They're posting porn with Jesus merch. The Nazis did the same shit. And I know a lot of you boot boys in 4chan are real, um, are real uh, thirsty for someone to call out the Jews or to say water's wet or a man's a man. Watch out for that shit, dude. Watch out for that shit. Because they're going to they're gonna be even fucking worse. And then they're going to go, oh, well, nothing satisfies Owen on his high horse. No. Adolf Hitler and the Nazis fucked up Germany. Germany's still a slave state. They want to do that to America. Don't go along with that shit. When the fucking Catholic boot boys are going to say, oh, it's, it's gay genes, it's Jew genes, it's, oh, uh, Christ is king, Christ is risen, look at my fucking cock. So many Nazis were faggots, dude. Faggots. Okay? Like one of the main, if you rot, read, if one of these fucking stupid, that stupid black bitch that was talking shit about me, like, because I called Obama a nigger. How is Obama not a nigger? He's on welfare. He, kill, he just killed a guy, allegedly. He just allegedly killed his chef. So he's not, so that's not nigger behavior. Look at Big Mike. You know, look at his quote unquote wife. Right? So that's, that's not, so he's not a that's. So you're telling me that like easy, easy nigger, but Obama's not? Really? What are you talking about? Obama lives on welfare and he just killed a chef, allegedly. Like, isn't that what a nigger is? I know, but you're not allowed to say it because you're white. No, nope, that's an offer. That's an offer that I'm not accepting. Because I know how this world actually works. You don't get 4500 today in donations to the Ozark campground if you don't know how the fucking world works. But um, I'm not worried about the boot boys. I'm not worried about anything. Don't get me wrong. My exuberance and my intensity right now is not fear. Bismillah Bear. Honestly, it was a lot of cowardly Muslims who allowed themselves to be pushed into the ethnic category. They did this because they allowed themselves to be convinced by the Democrats and Republicans were going to send them all to Gitmo. Right? Fear. Yeah. Muslims aren't just all superheroes, guys. Muslims just have a better thing going right now than uh, mainstream Christianity. That's an objective fact. Muslims are just as easy to corral in a lot of ways with fear. Oh, the right wants to send you to Gitmo. Oh, Donald Trump is going to send you all back to Fucking, you know, wherever. And you'll, okay, imagine being a Muslim and you spend 500 grand on getting your fucking 
you're, you're uh, licensed to be a taxi driver in New York City, and you have to pay off a guy, and you have family, and blah, 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 and someone's threatening that they're going to send you back to, like, Iraq, where there's a war, you know? That's how you just corral them into, like... But in, in true Islam, you don't vote for anybody that hasn't read the Shahada. A lot of people don't know that when they go, oh, Ilyan Omar? Okay, do you think... Islam allows a woman to be a senator or a congressman. Are you fucking retarded? A woman can't be a leader of men in Islam. And uh, the Muslims aren't supposed to vote for Joe Biden. You know, the Muslims aren't supposed to uh, uh, vote for anybody that hasn't read read the Shahada. That's actual Islam. So it's all fear, mind, fuck games. Ibram X says, yeah, a lot of Muslims are falling for Tate. It's annoying. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's they're falling for their own demons. So Tate and uh, John Zerka are offering people uh, a trick. They're offering the sheep this because there is a type of masonry that is a way to elevate as a man where you like work on yourself. You work on like your connections with other men in your community you know, uh, Joaquin and Boaz and like the two pillars and the staircase and dealing with your own death and all that stuff. I'm not just against masonry. Like a lot of, you know, I think our culture is lacking when it comes to uh, trials for men. Like when are you a man, right? And so that vacuum will bring in stuff like masonry or it will bring in stuff like reckless behavior or gang behavior, right? Which is ironic because the bloods and the crypts are red and blue, the red and blue lodges, Republican, Democrat, right? Like, may, I think a lot of masonry controls even the criminal element of America. Okay? But in this situation, it's about degenerating men, in my opinion, into being less competitive and more uh, docile, drug-addicted, promiscuous, gay fucking losers that want to idol-worship these two fucking clowns. Never met a Muslim I didn't like. They have the best sober weddings ever. I like sober people. One of the main reasons I like Muslims is I don't like to be around drunks. It's that simple, you know? A lot of like uh, Christ is King, Jesus juice shit. I'm like, I, I'm 43. I have four kids. I don't want to be around fucking drunks anymore. <laughs> I just don't. Steven Crowder. So it begins. Done being silent. We're coming out the gate swinging August 8th. 10 a.m., see you there. Mug Club. What, are you going to show us your cock, Stephen? Um, Prophet Muhammad said, never will succeed such a nation as makes a woman their ruler. Right. The Bible says the same shit, but Christians, most of them are long gone. Like they're, you know, if you look at how fuckboy Tate is trying to make Muslim fuckboys and fuckboy John Zerka is trying to make Christian fuckboys, you see that the Tate can't go as far. Like, Tate has to start pretending a little more that he's moral. Like, I am not buying Tate's bullshit. I was feeling uh, hopeful for him. Even after he got me kicked off Instagram, I was still like, when he became Muslim and I saw that he was trying to be moral, I I swear to God I gave him the benefit of the doubt. But, uh, but it's, it's just so, he'll like tweet about sex magic and you know how trannies are hot and all this. I'm like, no, you're. You're, uh, you're, you're subverting, man, and you're doing it in the name of a religion. That's why I'm not claiming a religion. 
because it's not my role. And I'm pretty good at knowing my role. And my role at this point in my life is observer, comedian, you know, community organizer. It's not religious. And so uh, I'm all about the truth, but I'm not here to claim an identity of a religion and affect anyone's behavior about religion. There's no path back for rapists in polite society. It's a great point, Kalista Bear. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends. I mean, right now our society's so fucked up that, you know, somebody ran a webcam porn warehouse in Bucharest. It's not that far off of like, you know, mainstream. I mean, 99% of the population of males is completely addicted to hardcore, disgusting pornography that they watch every single day. They see nothing wrong with sodomy. They don't think being gay is a problem. Um, nothing. Like, so when people talk about rape, it's like, like John Zerka promoting getting blowjobs from lonely, drunk women that you call whores. That's on the spectrum of rape, you know, to like demonize, like to, to humiliate a woman verbally, uh, intoxicate her. I mean, she might slobber on your cock, but that's not like, Women can't consent as well as men can. And I've had some drunk sex in my life and all that stuff. I get it. But, but I'm just telling you the truth about what I see. That a woman isn't as consensual as a man overall. They're just not. You know, it's like, you're, even if a woman acts like she's super into banging you and sucking you, it's like, they don't fucking know what they want. They're just, not, especially a drunk woman... They get so enticed by power, shiny shit, feelings of protection, height. You know, it's like, I used to think I was the man for being able to get women to want to have sex with me. At this point, it's so, like, obviously easy to do that and to then leave them with just another sex partner that doesn't love them. It's actually pretty fucked up. That there's like not really a way to be promiscuous without being on the spectrum of, um, you know, immorality and like a little rapey. I don't want to count people out until they die upon clear misguidance, but we need to stop giving Tate excuses for this basic. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, yeah, it's just, it's just bad behavior. Like claiming you're Christian or claiming you're Muslim should be harder to live. I'll say this, and then I'll read some mail. If you claim you're a Muslim, you shouldn't get more love. Or if you claim you're a Christian, you shouldn't get the benefit of the doubt. You should be more judged. Jesus judged the, the, the hypocritical Pharisee way more than the non-believer. The non-believer, the one that is not making the claim of identity with God, actually is less evil than the hypocrite with identity. Like if you claim the identity of Christian, you know about God, you know about the Bible, you know about uh, the message, and you still live that way, it's literally worse. Fuente's pushing jerk off pretty hard. Guess they're all fake and gay. Uh, well, everyone's on a spectrum of fake and gay, I think. Like it's like, uh, like I'm not here to, to like get in beefs and battles and shit. Like I did overreact to Fuente's and I did apologize to him and I mean it. You know, I don't approve of his uh, lifestyle choices or, uh, you know, the whole Catholic thing. But it's like when he said, well, we don't agree on everything. And I took that as a shot about the moon landing, which it was. 
I literally was like talking about how his dad's a fag and that I wanted to bury him under my fence. And, uh, and, uh, that's way, like I was wrong. Like I was, the way I handled Fuentes was way overreactive. So that's a, I, and I judge people based on my own side of morality. Like he was taking a shot at me about the fucking moon landing. I was drunk on white claw and I was really, really pissed off about how everyone was acting about the fucking moon landing. One thing funny about Zerka liking Fuentes is that Fuentes rose to power. Zerka would be put in prison for his exploitation of women. Well, none of these guys are going to get like a lot of the World War II narratives are fictitious. They don't really get the goon squads ever like you think they do, even like Duterte and shit. Like they'll get they'll get some death squads, but it's not it's not as scary as you think it is. Like you're never going to see like one of these guys. I'm not going to say never, but to convince 300 million people to go along with like death squads is pretty much fucking impossible. You know, you're going to like you'll see scary rhetoric and you'll see like some shit, but it's really not. You're not going to get uh, you're not going to get anything scary out of these clowns. Maybe it was rough, but Big Bear's roasts are epic. Yeah, I enjoyed the uh, I enjoy the roast. No, but it's like, dude, threatening to kill somebody is bad. It's bad. It's not good. Yay is banned again or Owen is? Am I banned? Oh, how dare you, Kyington? Is my Twitter banned? Oh, no, my Twitter's not banned. I'm still here, Codsworth. Still can't warm to Fuentes. No, I don't warm, I don't listen to Fuentes. Um, I don't, I, I think that, uh, he's funny sometimes, but I don't, my apology isn't because I like him. It's because I was wrong. I was way too aggressive and he was like young and I was like going fucking nuts. I was obviously going way too hard at the guy. I'm not telling you to like the guy. The guy says the only way to heaven is the Catholic church. And that it's okay to send 15-year-olds your dick pic if you have political power. Like, what? I retweeted Ye's ban porn thing and I saw his tweets aren't there anymore. What the hell did Kanye do today? Uh, I don't know. I hope that explained it. That was what I wanted to talk about with front running. So this is what I wrote about... um, what to look for when you're dealing with uh, when you're dealing with gatekeepers. And again, I know a lot of you guys are are highly feminized dudes, and I mean that with love, but it's true. I don't hate Zerka. This isn't like, oh my God, you're just so I, I literally don't care at all about the guy personally. I don't fucking care at all. I'm just using him as a, a, a set piece, an archetype. So literally don't know anything about him. Will not watch his streams. I don't care about Fuentes. I never watch his streams. I just try to do the best job I can as a father of four, a husband, a farmer, a podcaster. If I get fired up and talk like this, it's because it's fucking entertaining. Okay. If I were to drone on monotone, it isn't entertaining. I'm not mad. All right, so here's my picture of the berries. So I said, uh, 
Hey, right-wing clout-chasing patriots. Want to know what winning actually looks like? Bags and bags of fresh blueberries you picked with a wife, making a homemade dinner for your four kids with food you grew and raised. Right-wing parasites are no different than left-wing parasites. They never offer solutions. They just complain about problems that they actually require to exist for their GoFundMe to work. All you comics complaining about being canceled, yeah, that's why we crowdfunded land for community events. The parasitic bobbleheads on the internet want to call Bertaria a scam because they hate that I solved a problem that they're profiting off of. The truth in this world is you only control what you create, and even then it's only with God's blessing. Never complain about anything you aren't solving, you aren't actively solving. And only get in online fights if it's entertaining for your audience. And keep it funny. The truth is we will survive the winter of our current culture. The tree is being pruned, the dead wood burned, and the spring will be glorious to those who show up. Godspeed. Long live Bertaria. Okay, because like trans kids, this is going to be hard for people to accept. But trans kids are on the same spectrum as straight promiscuous guys. This is a tough thing to accept, but it's true. It's I'll, I'll explain it in a second. Okay. So here's some super chats. Bunny bear. It's been a long journey, but I've confirmed my trip for the festival. If the bears see a lady with bunny ears working the door, that will be me. I cannot wait to see you cod and my previous precious friends. Thank you, big bear. Thank you, bunny bear. Thanks for everything. Mechanic bear. Just getting on a train of paying Jonah bears away. Gay away. Seems fitting. Smart move. Spool Bear, I sent a letter to get verified, but you never said yes, welcome, which has left me in bear limbo. Oh, yeah, welcome, Spool Bear. Well done. Uh, Jay Rock Bear, just a bit of gratitude. Have you ever done a stream on the movie Dune? I tried to niggle it, but I may be retarded. I'll niggle it. I know I've talked about Dune. Uh, I, I really like the movie Dune. I like the books Dune. Um, really enjoyed it. The symbolism and metaphor is incredible. And I like the idea of House Atreides. I would love to have a house, Benjamin. All right, you're welcome. Thank you. Irish Good Bear. Morality is ultimate status. Thanks for that. Yep. Went into a building. It was for work, but still felt gay. Better pay it away just in time, JT. Zerka, more like jerk a dude. Sin up remains undefeated. Yeah, exactly. He's jerking dudes. Uh, Shy Panda Bear. Sally Struthers told me to pay some kid named Jonas gay away. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a real situation. Lazy Eye Bear. Crush on BB. Hope. The gopher hawk has snagged some varmints, indeed. All right, so uh, this piece of shit little open mic comic. Uh, said something to me that, hang on, where is it? Where is it? This is when things get, you want the real shit, you want the shit that really will make you uncomfortable, but it'll show some real truth. So this guy's like, I didn't know bigoted gatekeeping. Apparently when you call a radio host a child molester for having a trans child in 2007, that makes you an OG, right? So I responded, uh, his five-year-old son was not a girl. There are no trans children, just abusive and insane parents. Trans kids are like vegan cats. They only exist if someone forces them to do it. And it's very bad for their health. Uh, Jesse Thorne was tweeting about putting his toddler child on hormone blockers and I called him out. I lost my agent and my touring schedule. That's how I became a failed comedian and I regret nothing. I actually think about his son from time to time and hope he's okay. 
Having four sons of my own has opened my eyes just about how satanic what that man did to his child was. Five years old. So innocent. They just want to please their parents and do good. Jesse Thorne boasted after I got kicked off social media that I was a bigot and a transphobe. And I had to go back to tree work with my brother because I was completely blackballed from all clubs and theaters because I was ahead of their insane trans child agenda. Not so easy to spread false shit about me now that I'm back on Twitter. And he wrote, uh, what did he say? He was like saying that it's a medical condition. Okay, this is going to sound a little wild, but when you hear it, you'll understand. Oh, yeah, our kid is nine. Puberty is on the horizon this year. For the first time, she saw a doctor who specializes in adolescent man uh, medicine for trans kids. Okay, every child wants to please their, their parents at that age. Here's what's going to blow your mind, guys. It's obviously not as bad as trans kids. But every girl wants to please a strong man. And if you shove your cock in their mouth and come in their mouth, I know I'm being vulgar, but it's for a rhetorical effect. If you fuck them and leave them, you're on that spectrum. You're abusing trust. You're abusing innocence. All women. Oh, not this one. She's a real slut. All women want approval of quote unquote dad. All. I don't. The biggest, like, conniving, slutty, threesome they're the most broken for that. They want attention. They want approval. And, they're, and a lot of the other ones, they're actually like, this is when, this is when it gets kind of dark, guys. Some of the ones that are, like, the most enjoyable to hook up with are the most trusting, the most loving. And you abuse that. I've abused that. I know it. If, I know. I understand that. I didn't know it was abuse back then. When the ones that really open themselves up to you and really want you and they're, it's like, it's like you're just using them, but they, they, they're like kids, like a 25 year old woman acts a little bit like a fucking kid when it comes to trust and guidance. And so obviously hooking up with a 25 year old girl is not nearly as evil as putting it, telling a five-year-old boy he's a girl, but it's on the spectrum of that. Like the boy wants his dad to approve of him. And so you can mend and mold them into whatever you want because you have authority over children. Okay. So you can say you're a girl and I'll say, yeah, I'm a girl. I could mold my kids into anything that I want because they look to me like I can literally tell them anything and they'll believe it. That's where globe earth comes from. I I hate to bring that up. I know it's going to trigger people, but like if you don't tell kids that we're on a spinning ball, there's no fucking way you'd believe that. Okay. So I could tell them that when bats, you know, I could tell them anything and they'd believe it and they'd want a secret. I could tell any of my sons that they were girls and they would at least pretend to be a girl for a little while. Women are, are on that spectrum where it's like, you could get them to believe they're bisexual, that like, that like nothing matters more than your sex drive and to please you and that you need other women. And, and they will go along with that, but it will fuck them up and you're using them. And that's reality, dude. And this is, those are the, these are the tough conversations because a lot of the right wing bobbleheads will be like, pedophile hunter, mount up, you know? And you're like, you want to talk about actual abuse, like where this comes from? You want to, oh, it's like, oh, we got to stop child trans stuff. I'm like, what about fucking chicks from bars? 
You know? Oh, well, that's not bad. That's just being a man. No, no. Those girls look at you with those same eyes of trust and authority that children look at you with. It's like, oh, if a woman does, it's her choice. I mean, if they want to be feminist and they're going to get fucked and they're going to square and then they should pay. It's like, no, we are above them. Feminism is wrong. There is no gay marriage. Okay? Women are under our authority. We can abuse them and turn them into vicious dykes who hate men and their Subarus and were used and abused. Or we can turn that, we can mold them into subservient, well-protected, beautiful, loving mothers and wives in our communities. It's up to us. Our five-year-old boy, boy, we can fucking mind fuck into thinking it's a girl. Or we can raise him into being a strong man. That's us. We have the power over them. All these Matrix clowns like Tate and Zerka, they always reference Matrix rewards for status. You ever notice that? About how rich they are. Imagine saying you're trying to take down the teacher and, and you're the best boy to do it because you have the most gold stars from teacher. You don't get authority from your money. You get authority because you have authority. You have authority. Your morality is your authority. And a lot of those women, you can mind fuck a woman into thinking she wants to fuck you. No strings attached. She has a sex drive just like a guy. Oh, she just likes to get off. Oh, she's here. No, no, they don't. They're actually not like that. None of them. Even if they, like that nine-year-old, even if he thinks he's a girl, he's not a fucking girl. Women are not supposed to be fucked and abandoned. They're not. Okay? And I've done that. I used to be criminally, I shouldn't say criminally, because it actually, looking back, like the way I want society to be, I would like it if fornication was a crime. But I was single for years in one of the most easy professions to get women. And looking back, I thought I was, because it was out of my own insecurity. It wasn't because I, um, in my own ego, it wasn't because I wanted to hurt anybody. I wasn't raping anybody. I wasn't getting chicks hammered. I wasn't like, but I was doing what goes against nature. Like, I just didn't know it. I was like, this is going to, it shows how great I am. They want me. They don't approve of us. We approve of them. That's a fact. Trust me, I'm 43. I know shit now. I know shit I never would have known. You know, they don't, because a lot of like these womanizers are like, oh, this is how you get a woman to want you. Is that they don't, they're our, they're ours. They're not, they don't approve of us. That's, it's the exact opposite. You know, it's, it's on the spectrum of pedophilia. You know, like pedophiles will say like, oh, this kid is like so open and touchy. And it's like, that's a kid. They're below you. That's not sexual. They're like innocent, right? I Trust me, I know promiscuity with women is not the same as pedophilia. It's on the spectrum. Women are under your authority. Fact. And that isn't slavery. That's right now. Women are always going to be under male authority no matter what. There's nothing you can do about it no matter how hard you pray or how many hashtags you retweet. Women are under male authority. Right now, the men are treating them as whores. They're mistreating their authority. 
And some of the worst people doing it are claiming that they're fucking Christian or Muslim. That they're getting magic and power from fucking endless women. No, you're destroying that which you have authority over. You're a bad king. And I'll tell you what, that hubris is a curse to your bloodline. God is, everything's fair. You know, like the, you go to Versailles, you go to the Sun King's palace. You ever been to Versailles? They hate women. At this point, they're seeing, I, I never hated women. When I was super promiscuous, I was just very horny. And, uh, and it, it made me feel really good. And I didn't think marriage was possible. I, I just was very uh, low vibrational when it came to, I never had a hatred of women. I promise that. Like every promiscuous guy is not, doesn't hate women. I, but I also never called them whores. Like I never like, I never took pictures of them and showed anybody. Like I never uh, was like, oh, we got to get this on tape. Or I'm going to show all my friends you nude. Like that's, like that's, I never did anything like that. Um, promiscuity isn't always the hatred of women, but like, you know, degrading women that, that you claim to be turned on by is the hatred of women. Like, if you're like, you fucking whore, like you want that cop, like that's, you can say, oh, it's just dirty talk. It's not, that's, that's weird. That's not, that's not sexually arousing for anyone that doesn't hate women. Um, what was I just talking about? I was like really crushing a second ago. Uh, sex magic under your authority means it's it's your responsibility to protect them. Yeah. Oh yeah, the son of Versailles. So Louis the Fourteenth claimed to be the Sun King. He claimed to be basically God on this earth, and he built the greatest palace in France. It's called Versailles. Do you know what happened to his son? <laughs> he got his fucking head chopped off because it's not real. Nameless Bear says, I can make the banquet, but will I, but can I get an extension on payment for a few days? Uh, I mean, maybe uh, I'll talk to my guy. I mean, we might be able to do a couple days. Gay away for needing to ask who I need to contact about my festival ticket status. Who do I contact? Codsworth, put it in the chat, please. I'll read it in a second. Thank you, Owen. And here's some dirt for Cod's bucket. Thank you, Bobblehead Bear. Read Harold Camping's End of the Church Age and After Very Enlightening. Thank you, Mojo. Codsworth, will you just give me uh, an email that you can forward to the guys running all this shit? That fuckboy stuff is the abdication of responsibility. Abdication, is that the right word? It's uh, the renunciation of responsibility. It's not masculine. It's the opposite. It's on the spectrum of pedophilia. And it's tough to admit because everyone wants to be a pedo hunter. Oh, really? Because I started really thinking about it. What makes someone 18 versus 16? What's the biggest? How is that like a magical difference? Like, so you can jack off all day to barely legal pornos, but you can't jack off to a 16-year-old that looks more mature than the one. Like, so this is going to get a little vulgar, but this conversation needs to happen now. Because this right-wing pimp fucking bullshit pendulum needs to be strangled in the crib. Why can you jerk off? Like, let's say an 18 year old or a 20 year old looks skinnier, no breasts, like not very, again, I'm not, I'm not promoting any porn. I'm just showing you that you're not in a magical realm when someone turns 18. 
Let's say they look very underdeveloped, but they're 20 versus a 16 year old that's very curvaceous and uh, buxomy, right? Versus a 25 year old with shaved pubes and flat chested with no curves. Okay, so just because of their ID, why is that okay? But the other one isn't. The fact is, it's not okay. None of it's okay. And one reason people shut down when you have this conversation is because once you see it, you can't unsee it. That it's all on the spectrum of pedophilia. This makes the young men and fucked up men be better. Yes. And one reason people react and go, oh, you're being gross. You're being vulgar. Oh, you're justifying pedophilia. No, I'm doing the opposite. I'm taking away your ability to be disgusting and you hate me for it, but it's for your own fucking good. Okay. Exploiting a woman at any age is on the same spectrum. Okay. Because you can make an argument that there are women that look more like a prepubescent girl than certain 12 year olds. That's a fact. You can get mad. It's literally a fact. Okay. Based on your, your, uh, your instinctive primal, you know, markers of what makes someone fertile, uh, waist to hip ratio 0.7, whether or not they have breasts, blah, blah, blah. So why can you watch these like underdeveloped women have sex on camera for money? Why does that feel okay to you? Because they're 18 because the fucking sun went around a certain amount of times? Really? Or are you literally on the spectrum that pedophiles are on? And that's not justifying pedophilia. It's taking away the justification of promiscuity and pornography. And you can pretend that I'm doing something I'm not because you're scared of what I'm saying. But motherfucker, you're on that spectrum. And if you understand feminism is cancer, that they will never be men, they will never have the authority of men, then it's up to you to protect them and to not exploit them. What is the definition of exploiting a woman? Calling them a whore? Getting them to suck your dick when they're drunk? You're evil when you do that. What? Okay, it's all about awareness. Once you're aware of what you are and what they are, like you have authority over them at any age. Nothing happens at 18. Nothing happens at 16. Oh, the quinceanera, I'm finally a woman. Oh, the quinceanera. There is no magic that happens at a certain age. That's why anarcho-capitalism is horseshit. At what age can someone consent to sex? Right? They don't have an answer for that. Oh, 18. Why? Why not 17? Why not 25 when your brain's done maturing? Why not when you're post-puberty? Why can 11-year-old in the 19th century fight in, the, in war... But now a 17-year-old can't have sex. Give me your logic there, big boy. Come on, Dave Smith. Open up your Mises Institute book and really hammer me. Okay? It blew my mind when you said sex should only be based on a lifelong marriage. I knew it was true when I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's the function of sex. Now everybody makes mistakes and everybody falls short of perfection. And everybody has lusts and greed and sloth. I get it. I'm not saying you have to be perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that, that we aren't all capable of exploitation and, and abusing power and all that stuff. Of course. 
And the whispers to get you there are all different. There's all different uh, angles to it. It starts with eyes, my dude. Tell the believing men to lower their gaze from looking at forbidden things and protect their private parts. That is pure for them. Verily Allah and all aware of what they do and tell the believing women to lower their gaze from looking at forbidden things and protect their private parts. Yeah, the people that hate Muslims the most are scared that they're right or that they're living a better way. That's what I found. Like that Zerka guy wrote to me, he said, uh, he said, I liked you when you mocked Muslims. Now you're afraid of Muslims. I said, I think you're afraid of Muslims because they'll throw your faggot ass off a roof. I'm not afraid of Muslims. What am I afraid of? It's like the people that are most afraid of Muslims and require, oh, you're just scared. I'm not scared of making fun of Muhammad or Muslim. I'm not afraid. I just don't see the joke. Like I already did all the jokes and there isn't the cash cow there that you think. I've already said all the piss me upon and all. I've done all that. I, I poked all the sacred cows to see what mood. And it, it's not there. It's not there. They, they, they felt pity for me. I, I know that there's like orc Muslim types that are uh, low IQ, high violence out of uh, war-torn countries. And they'll freak. I get it. I've talked to people that there are violent Muslim, quote-unquote Muslim. I get it. Everybody has their groups. But in general, there isn't the hypocritical cash cow in Islam that you think it is. Like there isn't a joke that I'm sitting on because I'm afraid of backlash. I'm the dude that literally jumped off the cliff before my friends did to see if there were fucking rocks. Like I'm pathologically low fear response. And you guys watch it every day. I don't have that. I I like, I'm like nigger. Like I don't, I don't, by the way, saying nigger in a country with 13% blacks and many of them are brainwashed fucking freaks way crazier than making drawing Mohammed like Steven fuckboy Crowder did. I'm the Leroy Jenkins of public. Yeah, yeah. What a lot of these guys are terrified about Muslims is that Muslims are stronger than them and they're following a Luciferianism, the I am. Worship Jesus Christ as God. You are forgiven. You are God. It's like this real quick thing about people being like, oh no, we're all forgiven. We can do as we want. And it's like, Guys, it's gotten to the point where Muslims are being like, they're like, don't tell them, dude. We're about to take over. Like, you guys are falling so far. And I'm rooting for Christians, man. I really am. I'm rooting for you guys to fucking say, like, there's Christian groups that see it. There's Christian groups holding it down, but they're few and far between, man. Uh, I don't mind being mocked as a brown guy, but if you want to mock the religion of Islam, the jokes won't be funny unless the joke is based on truth. Well, humor requires truth. If you want to make fun of Islam, let me make fun of Islam. Um, um, I would do like, I don't know. I'd make fun of how you guys always say peace be upon everybody. Like if your name Mohammed, I don't know. I'd come up with something. I'd come up with shit that's like uh, cultural and obvious that you guys do all the time. Or like how your fucking book tells you how to wipe your ass. You know, like shit like that where it's like, it's almost like a, it's like a religion for people that need a lot of details. <laughs> I don't know. Something that's actually funny. Oh, yeah. How you guys hold hands. I'd make fun of Arab culture because it doesn't say in the Quran to fucking hold hands. But Arabs, Arab dudes will hold hands when they walk around. It's pretty gay. Uh, there's tons to make fun of in the Arab culture. But Arab isn't Muslim. 
if you want to make fun of the Quran, the way I would, I would make fun of how many times he says, oh, starting a sentence. Like, oh, people, oh, like uh, so many, like I would just make fun of shit like that. I wouldn't make fun of like that he's like evil because it's like, how is this bad advice? Like, like the shit that you read, you're like, so, so he's the bad guy, but yet you watch Fox News. Like what the, the humor comes from the shit that is true that no one else is saying that you hyper exaggerate. So if you were going to um, mock quote unquote Muslims, you just hammer Arab culture. And I do that all day long. They're crooked swords. And, you know, I would go to one of their fucking weddings, but, you know, everyone's got to leave their cell phones at home so I don't get drone struck. Something like that. Or it's like, I'd make fun of hookah, where it's like, can't you guys just buy a pack of fucking cigarettes? Why do you guys got to roll around your fucking cigarettes like it's an oxygen tank? Shit like that. Shit that's supposed to make people laugh. The, the truth in Islam isn't really like a sacred cow because like, what's the joke? The joke, you know, the humor for me is that the, the language itself sounds, you know, I could make fun of Arabic, you know, like how it's squiggly and how half the letters look like a, a ball sack. That's funny, you know? How like when you're drawing Arabic, you know, a lot of it looks like a sack of nuts. <laughs> you know, the Quran has a fucking apostrophe. It's like, couldn't you have just had a word without an apostrophe in it? You know, because the target of good comedy is not to make the people you're making fun of hate you. Only the hypocrites should hate you. The way comedy works is the hypocrite will hate you. Like the nigger hates that nigger stole my bike. The black man doesn't. That's the way it works. Arab dads who talk about politics all day smoking hookah. Yeah, or like uh, how they, how they like, they, how the most uh, chauvinistic Arab guys that are, that have like a bunch of wives, like they always have a limp wrist. Have you ever noticed that? Like when, uh, when an Arab man is being served, like the way they get rid of their wife is they always do this. Like they're, they always have a, a limp wrist. Like the most, um, like the, the, the Arabs with the most amount of wives always have a gay wrist. I've noticed that. They always go like that. That's funny. Uh, Arab, Islamic people require women to have no bush. Sounds a little off, says real flat earther bear. Well, you're misrepresenting it, real flat earther bear. And that's why. To be a comedian, you have to actually understand stuff. They, the men shave their bush too. Did you know that? Does that change your opinion? I remember when I had some Saudi Arabian princes at my house when I was in high school. My brother went and studied in England. And Fahad and Abdul came to Oswego to visit. I realized later they were... Uh, they were, uh, they were princes. Like they literally are like billionaires. I had no idea, but they were the nicest people. And I had, I had, uh, I had woven a, a cloth. I used to be really into artsy craftsy shit as a kid. And I made it when I was like nine or 10 and I gave it to them as a prayer mat. Cause they gave us all this like silver shit, like all this really beautiful stuff from Saudi Arabia. And I gave him a prayer mat. It was small, but he was very, uh, very, uh, uh, thankful and very, appreciative because I, I was like, you guys like prayer mat, so you can have this as a prayer mat. And one thing I, I learned through my brothers, they fucking shave their pubes. 
Men and women must shave the armpit hair in private parts, ideally every Friday. Yeah. And so that, that's why people, you know, it's just mi- misrepresenting. It, it doesn't help you. Real flat earther, bear, haha, the black man doesn't hate it. No, niggers hate it. Want to know who hates the word cunt? Cunts. Or people that are around children. I get it. I get it. It's a vulgar word. But if you're like, man, this woman's being such a cunt. You want to know who gets really offended? Cunts. <laughs> All right. Uh, but it's true. So, so when you say, oh, Muslim men require their women to shave their pubes, you're like, well, they also shave their pubes. And you're like, then it sounds a little less. It's the same with like uh, uh, divorce laws or promiscuity where they're like, oh, uh, oh uh, you know, because Muslim men face the same penalty for adultery as Muslim women. They never tell you that on Fox News. That a man would be stoned, too, if he, like, fucked a woman in public that wasn't his wife. They never tell you that because they always want to play on the angle. They always want to play on that fucking gay little angle. It's like, yeah, what Andrew Tate is promoting is actually like a death penalty in Islamic countries. All right, let's read some mail. Uh, Codsworth. Yeah, and by the way, if you find this talk very uncomfortable and, and angers you and all that's fine. John Zerka is a great guy to follow and, and uh, he'll teach you how to get a blowjob from a drunk chick. But you do it because Christ is king, right? And that way you make sure you go to heaven with cum all over your face. Shaving that stuff off helps with clients. I'm not into pube shaving personally. Um, not for me. I find it odd. I once took a razor to my balls when I was in high school because I saw a porno. And it's like, because back then, 70s pornos that we were exposed to, all the guys had super shaved balls. And so I took a fucking razor to my balls and it was uh, a big mistake. I got little prickles all over my balls. There was like an itching. I'll never do it again. A lot of us Arabs are super hypocritical about being overly protective over daughters, but letting our sons do what they want. Yeah, guys, there's tons of jokes about Muslims and Arabs and all that shit. Tons. But it's not the ones you think. It's not the ones that, that the Zionists keep hammering. It's like, it's like, it's like, ugh. It's kind of like uh, when people mock Christians or mock believers and say like, oh, you believe in a sky daddy. You're like, what? <laughs> They're like, well, I mean, how... How is there evil in the world if there's a good God? Or like, oh, I believe in a spaghetti monster in the sky. That's just as true. And, and you almost feel bad for him. You know how that is? It's the same fucking thing. You know? It's like, it's like, do you think that's a burn? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, guys never shave your pubes, braid them like proper Vikings. Yeah, I don't, I don't shave my pubes. I'll never shave my pubes. Oh, uh, jimmydirtbuckets at gmail.com. That's jimmydirtbuckets at gmail.com. That's where you should write to Nameless Bear. Zerka used to be Muslim and is grifting Christianity. Funny how he called you a race traitor. His comedy is literally ripping you off. Yes. He literally just does what I say, but he makes it gay and dumb. And the fact that he left Islam to be Christian, he's like this dark brown Turk. Uh, And he called me a race traitor. And he's brown. He's like a nigger. He's like a dirty, filthy, pimp 
Nig. Have you noticed that all these big um, religious grifters like Andrew Tate uh, and John Zerka are at least half like dirty black? Because that low impulse control, that low trust, low impulse control, and that insatiable appetite for quote-unquote new anus, um, that's what always lands them in prison, by the way. You know, I think uh, Andrew Tate's house arrest is from Allah, right? I mean, Andrew Tate keeps bitching about being in jail, but it's from God, right? Isn't that supposed to happen? Can't have it both ways, retard. All right. Uh, re- uh, God doesn't have a commandment against pedophilia as a commandment against adultery. Right. And fornication. Because there is no... Pedophilia, the only way to look at it logically is pre-puberty. Like a woman changes... Uh, a girl changes into a woman when she has her period and all sex outside of commitment is fornication, which is like back in the day, you'd be killed for that. Rather, she was 40 or 15. Like the idea of quote unquote pedophilia, a lot of it, a lot of this big pedo hate stuff is to fundamentally relieve people of the guilt of their disgusting lives. In my opinion, because you're like, at least I'm not a pedophile. Well, I mean, you are disgusting. You know, you are fucking a guy in the asshole. You are getting women liquored up and banging them and then put, giving them a pill so they don't get pregnant. Like you, you suck, like you're scum. But at least they're not nine, right? All right. Tate is just bitching because he's denied butt sex under house arrest. No, someone's definitely putting it in his ass. I played around at golf the other day. I had a pretty good time, but I understand that I need to pay it away. I know the rules. Zach, Zach, just in time. As we all know, golf is gay. Um, damn, man, I just found out I'm in a, a Rothschild. Razor burnt balls is no joke, bro. Yeah. That's why people are like, oh, Owen Benjamin's a Mohammedan. I'm not shaving my balls. I just think uh, it's just, uh, you know, they're just clearly coherent. Hey, Bismillah Bear, how did that dude like uh, our talk? Bismillah Bear is the one who set me up with uh, that, uh, that Muslim scholar. Did he enjoy that? I enjoyed that a lot. I thought that was a really good talk. If you want me to plug it, I'll, I'll say the guy's name again. I don't remember non-English names, and that includes German. So don't feel uh, so don't feel slighted because you're brown little dark nigger types. Most uh, yeah, great talk, dude was smart. Yeah, I really enjoyed him. He was uh, he gets it, and he was asking really good questions. Don't shave the face, but ball shaving is mandatory. Am I missing something? I don't understand it either, God. I don't understand it either. So you don't shave your face, but you shave your nutsack. Or is it just about sweat? I don't know. I mean, the whole point of religion is is belief and faith. Like, you're not supposed to look at it in a utilitarian way, which I notoriously do. And I'll admit that. But uh, I'm not shaving my nuts. I don't consider pubes evil. I just don't. He loved it. He said the content was great and that the whole time was entertaining. Yeah, I'm very funny. Well, hello, just a friendly dual-purpose letter from Bertarian's Barber. Oh, no way. Precision Barber Bear, you just said it's an awesome strip. You guys want to hear another synchronicity? I'll get to it in a second. I had a major one this morning. 
No dick clipping, but no, not, not shaving. No, I don't, I don't just do stuff. Like I'm not, I don't know. I just, uh, I battle utilitarianism a lot. I think, uh, I think it's something that, uh, keeps me from being truly religiously faithful. I do have pure faith in God and I do know bullshit when I hear it. And I know truth when I hear it, but I do battle that. I'm just being totally open. Like I, I'm like, but why? Like I, I'm a but why guy. And so if someone's like, no, you got to shave your nuts. I'm like, no. The talk with Dr. Shady was great. Yeah. S-H-A-D-E-E. But is armpit hair on women evil? I don't know. I'm just, I don't, I don't, I'm a, I'm a guy. I say why a lot. The fact that muzzies are all shaving their privates on Friday is hilarious to me, says Jagobat. What's hilarious to me about you, Jagobat? Hang on. Be different from the polytheists. Let your beards grow full and shorten your mustaches. Imam Muslim narrated from Abu. The prophet said, crop your mustaches and leave your beards alone in order to be different from the Magians. Oh, is it like face branding? I don't know. I like how you're always authentic. I'm always authentic. Yeah, and I got a great text from a bear. I'm going to read it, actually. really made me feel good. Um, <laughs> one of my Muslim friends just said, When Dirt Bucket stops paying the Jays for running water, he will start trim trimming his, his gunk traps. <laughs> when you lose all that Jew water, dirt buckets, you're going to start trimming your balls. Do you know what all traditional Muslim meals have in common? Peas be upon them. Now paying my gateway for the attempt fasting. Right now, it's super funny. So um, this is a very heartwarming thing because I, I struggle. I don't know if I'm, you know, hang on. It says, hey, I'm making a concerted effort to stop, uh, stay on top of your streams. Just got through today. You don't strike me as someone without faith in the Bible. You follow it more closely than the hypocrites. You want utilitarian evidence? Your stream was the penultimate step in putting my total faith and trust in God. Then I became blessed beyond my wildest dreams. Maybe the Muslim-Christian debate is old news. It's Betamax VHS. I think what we're doing is the way forward. Titles are shit. Our relationship with God are written on our hearts. And we all take an active role in building our community. That was such a beautiful... I really needed that that day, too. I didn't need it, but I, it, it really meant, meant a lot to me. Um, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely a, uh, a why. Like, I want to know why. Um, and I'm not a prophet, so I, I can see the fault in my actions. But at the same time, it's like me, though. I, it's, I'm not going to pretend I'm something I'm not. What's the utilitarian reason for five obligatory prayers a day? Why not eight or ten? Right. Bismillah Bear, I get it. I get that there has to be a point when everybody isn't just saying why. I get it. And I will say that Jim Bob did make that point. And I, that, that was one of the few valid points that that grimy little freak made in that debate. Was that there is an end to utilitarianism. There comes a point when you just have to say... Uh, because it is because like, I know my limits 
you know, I, I get it. Because, like, at some point you have to be a bravo. This is all coming together from this stream. It's about being a yes man. How yes men are so important for an alpha. To be a yes man to God is important. Wow, that's really profound. But I always get, like, I have this upbringing that makes me not trust any religion totally. And that's just a fact. Like, I'm from a very age of reason, enlightenment, prove it with rhetoric and logic household, and it's so hard for me. But Jim Bob's version of why trust leads to vaccines, I know, I realize that, Codsworth. That's why the, because Jim Bob said that, that if his priest told him to take a vaccine, he would take the vaccine. I find that insane. Um, that's why I have a hard time with men. Like, uh, like if a man in a robe tells me he represents God, I never submit to them. I just can't. I just can't. I'm like, you're a guy who shits and pisses and pukes and squirts. Like, I don't, why are you, you're not above me in any way. Like, you're just not. Then people go, humble yourself before the Lord. And I'm like, but you're not the Lord. Ask Louis the 14th how that ended. Being the sun king, the I am, right? His son got his head chopped off by a bunch of fags. True story. French Revolution, a bunch of fags with a guillotine just chopped off everyone's head. Uh, well, hello. Just a friendly dual purpose letter from Bertari's Barber. Purpose number one, proof that the post office is great and always delivers. Except on Veterans Day. Goddamn veterans, indeed. Yeah, see, again, like I'm not just wrong with my utilitarian view because I saw how people put their faith in men in robes and they were duped and tricked and raped. And I will never be that guy. That being said, submission to the law would be relaxing. Like I would, I used to do a bit about how it must be so relaxing being in a cult. I did this bit in fucking college. I was like, every day you wake up, you're like, what am I going to wear today? Oh, man, do I have clean clothes? But not in a cult. You're like, the robe. Same thing I wear every day. <laughs> we'll be adding new donors to the portal. Once in the portal, that's the best place to communicate about rewards and details. Just getting ready to catch up on all that. It's easier to put in bulk, bringing people in and answering stuff. The next few days, emails will go out portal invitations, and festival details. And today is the final day for rewards for this year's fundraise. That's BertariaCampgrounds.com. Purpose number two, support for the biggest of bears. Know this, no matter what happens, we will always have your back. I finish with a favorite quote of mine from my favorite bard. Fuck them. Onward to Bertaria. Precision Barber Bear. P.S. Any word from the Irish piece of shit bear, or is it true that he has indeed become a gay? Which Irish piece of shit? Burn bear? Mountain bear? There's a bunch of them. Um, which Irish piece of shit bear? I consider them all. I, I, all the Irish to me are a piece of shit. Lucifer Solomon. Okay. I have two more letters to read. And then I will land this glorious plane. Big Bear, thanks to you, I plan to rebuild my family. This is the synchronicity. Because I, I already opened this because I always open packages before. It's my, it's my policy and she sent me a book. This is a super funny letter, by the way. So I go into my, my post office box this morning and I see uh, a, a locker number. And it says 44 on it. And I always laugh at 44 because I, I, I hear uh, the grabber go, 44, death storm. Put the, 
put the lotion on your hands like that thing because the 44 looks like two dudes with big noses both looking in the same direction and i'm like oh 44 that's funny and i open it up in the first line thanks to you i plan to rebuild my family's 44 acre farm i was like that's hilarious i don't know what that means but this was in locker 44 today in Tennessee, it's been neglected for the last two decades. We almost sold it in 2019, and I surely would have wasted the money on vacations and cars. I now hope that my sons and their families will one day live there. Thank you for the inspiration and all the streams. I hope your boys enjoy this book as much as mine do. This is really funny, this next part. P.S. I'm still mad you called me bro and gamma last week. Said I wasn't invited to the hospital orgies. I'm a lady nurse. I had to change my Twitter profile pic after that. Laugh out loud. Can I be verified as Boops Bear? Much love, Boops Bear. Yeah, welcome, Boops Bear. Yeah, I was on a, I was on a tirade um, about uh, how much nurses fuck in hospitals and how unfaithful they can be. Because how? Because you know, hospitals. To me, they just look like sex clubs. And apparently she was like, I've been a nurse and I haven't seen any. And I was like, oh, you fucking gamma. I'm like, they just didn't invite you. <laughs> I thought I was a guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I was just being a being a psychopath. I mean, my my wife's mom's a nurse. Like, I'm a dick. Like, I just I just say I just say shit. So. I know there's a lot of nurses, at least nine, that have not orgied at the hospital on pills and crack. Um, and you guys, I salute. Oh, and a fellow tradesman told me about you on a Tops about three weeks ago. I wasn't through the first podcast and I was hooked. You had me at nigger. I never get sick of hearing that. It was the episode with Dr. Shiva. Then I listened to you explain who Robert F. Kennedy is and hope I was thinking he'd be a good guy to vote for. Well, here's some money to pay away the gay. (laughs) I grew up in the Berkshire Mountains of Western Massachusetts. Navy, many similarities to what I've heard you describe in your hometown. A Catholic church on every corner. Sodomites to the left of me, sodomites to the right of me. Oh yeah, they're fucking gross. It's a bar in a Catholic church on every fucking... All they want to do is get something in their ass. Drunk. Saturday they get hammered, Sunday they're forgiven, Monday they're gay again. I see you nurses are angels. I saw no sex at the hospital, I guess it depends on the department. I was probably, you know, I'd seen some memes and some of my friends were going through some things and... I was just disgusted by what I was hearing. So I, uh, I went a little off on Twitter, but I'm sure there's a lot of nurses that are not getting, quote unquote, plowed by the doctors with their pills. All right. Um, sodomites all around me. Charge the brigade. Been listening to a few dozen episodes on the job. Finally, someone not afraid to speak the truth. I love truth. I hate lies and liars. Your advice on how to govern oneself resonates with me. Taught those same principles to my four children. Oh, you're a forefather. Nice. Doctors are arrogant fucks. 
Yeah, and they fuck nonstop at hospitals, in my opinion. Oh, not me. Well, I apologize for calling you bro and a gamma, and I'm sure you were not part of hospital orgies. And maybe part of this is due to my old habit of watching pornos. But I have heard some things about a lot of nurses. And after the TikTok dancing and the way they all dress the same with a mask and they all fuck the doctor, not all, they're... uh, Many are not whores. I'll, I'll start with that. Many, many nurses are not dirty whores. Many. Many save lives. Swear to God. I was just with two nurses the other day. Family members. My uncle is a male nurse. Uh, well, he's an anesthetist. I don't know if that's what that means, but. Study came out recently that said nurses are the most likely to cheat. Yeah, and I think they smoke a lot of crack. I think nurses in hospitals were the doctors. There's there's some doctors that keep it classy, but a lot of them are just fuck machines. <laughs> Many nurses are not dirty, but most are. Well, yeah, they're so stressed out. They're always around death and trauma and pills and power, and they're all dressed the same, and they're all wearing a mask. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare for sex addicts. ER nurses go with cops and firemen? Yeah. I mean, nurses are... uh... I mean, looking back at my history, I mean, the amount of nurses is profound. And I always thought that they were like good people, where it's like, check out our song, Mocking Lefty Crybabies. I'm all set. Oh, watch us on the left. I'm more, I'm more, a little more, I'm a little bit more wary of the current right wing, uh, Christ is King, fuck boy, sucky sucky brigade. All right. Uh, I, I lost trust in doctors after the opioid pandemic. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then the COVID, they should still wear those white paper caps. I agree. They're like dunce caps. It lowers their self-esteem so that the doctors can slip inside a little easier. Sorry, Boops Bear. You seem like a very good woman. I apologize. White, right-wing grifts in full effect. Yeah, and right-wing grifting and right-wing tyranny is more dangerous because it's more effective. If you make a claim to morality as you act like a filthy freak, like Steven Crowder, it's more pernicious. than the left makes an appeal to egalitarianism. That's it. And being offended and shocked. The right seems to have a much more sharp blade. You sing fuckboy slayers? Thanks, Simone Poppy. Okay. I'm blessed they all turned out great. Thanks for enlightening us about who Jim Cock Weasel and Tim Blowhard are and what they're about. I'm promoting you each chance I can get in an effort to grow the Bear Clan. Thank you. That means more to me than money, to be honest with you. But thank you for the super chat. Here's a donation for Bertaria Ozark. Yeah, that's awesome. You're on the list. I moved to Mississippi 37 years ago, and we will be attending Bear Fest. Can't wait. Please verify me as Berkshire Bear. And then there's your info. Let me uh, I put in the envelope. One second. There it is. 
Welcome, Berkshire Bear. I don't want to leave you in bear, lim- uh, bear limbo. How funny is it that John Zerka wanted to be verified and I wouldn't verify him? Isn't that hilarious? I find that hilarious. He's like, I'm not 11 bear. No response. Come back to Christ. No response. Publicly. You're not funny anymore. Response. And why does the right have to fight each other? I'm not the right. And if somebody fucking needles me, I'm going to turn them into dust. It's not because I'm mad. It's because I like to turn them into examples for the people. Because I am the rabbi of Judah. I am a teacher. I'm not just a nigger screaming comedian. And there's a reason I say nigger. Nurses become sluts when they stop wearing garter belts and skirts and started wearing scrubs. Just kidding, says a live bear. No, you're onto something, a live bear. The scrubs is how they blend in. Back in the day when they used to dress like whores, um, it was so obvious they couldn't really do the whoring as much. Um, Codsworth, do you think I beat Zerka? I think I beat Zerka. No, I think I revealed Zerka. There's really no beating when you're dealing with uh, liars. Dear Owen. Dude, whenever I'm on group chats, I'm like, why am I here? Sucky, sucky brigade, yeah. A few streams ago, you mentioned wanting to hear from guys who work. Here it goes. Last Tuesday, the hydraulic hose on the Bobcat skid steer broke. The next day, I got up at 5 a.m., was on the road by 6 a.m. in the repair shop when it opened at 7 As this was a place full of men who work 30 minutes and 600 hours later, I was out the door with a new hose made on the spot, a couple five-gallon pails of hydraulic fluid, $166 each, some coolant as I spilled coolant when removing the old hose because the coolant reservoir had to be moved to access the hose fitting, a quart of methanol because that stuff is hard to find and great in the winter for melting frozen metal parts. It also causes nerve damage, so use gloves. Kyneton, you should have used gloves. That's why you're retarded. And some dielectric grease, grease that conducts electricity because I have some upcoming repairs that will need it. That's why uh, Stephen Crowder buys all his dielectric grease so that he feels electricity while he gets pumped. Oh, that was was a disgusting joke. I'm sorry. Uh, That was gross. One and a half hours later, I crossed the border into the Grand USA and had to Glorious Amusement Park for adult working men known as Maynards. Here I pick up a patio screen door. This was special ordered. An interior door, tools for spreading glue to put down new flooring, an empty propane tank, a bar-sized fridge, carved wooden house number one through six, and some some smaller stuff I can't recall at the moment. The next stop was to a shipper receiver place where I picked up two adult double bunk beds, double mattresses on top and bottom, which were much heavier and larger than anticipated. In the parking lot, I proceeded to play a game called Adult Three-Dimensional Tetris with all my stuff so I can safely get it in the truck and trip back home. A quick stop to the coin shop in town for a couple pieces of silver, and then I'm back across the border where I pay the Canadian government 13%, On top of everything I just got. It stings, but even after the exchange rate of 35%, it's still cheaper than buying this stuff locally, and some of it, like the bunk beds, I simply can't get shipped to my igloo. On the way home, I stop at Walmart and buy all the bath towels they have on the shelf. 
and I'd go to a local hardware store and get a couple tubes of heavy-duty grease. Guyton, you can use that for your hair. <laughs> and some oil and filters for oil changes needed on my wife's SUV, the golf cart, and the ATV. I'm back home about an hour and a quarter after the last stop, and it's now 12.45 p.m. I park the truck and head up to the laundry room where I load up a container with two sets of double bed sized linens. One set of pillow sized bed linens, 10 pillowcases, blah, 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 one hand towel, blah, blah. I head over to cabin five and make up two. Oh, nice. You, you run cabins. Make up two double beds, one single bed, clean the room, replace the toilet paper, vacuum all the floors before shake out the mats took up and look at my work. Pleased with the place is ready to greet a new family at 3 p.m. for their vacation. With the 30 minutes or so I have before they arrive, I pop on my 650-square-foot cabin, say hello to my wife, two-and-a-half-year daughter, and our four-month-old daughter. I drink some water and talk with my family, and then my phone notification tells me that guests have arrived. As is my standard procedure with all my guests, I greet them in the parking lot and show them to their cabin. I let them inside, give them some important and quick information, and disappear so they can settle in on their terms. The wood fire, ooh, that sounds amazing. The wood-fired hot tub has to be at 104 degrees by 5 p.m., as per promise to all our guests. I think there were about 20 or so on site that time, so I now, ooh, sounds very lucrative. So I now take the ATV to the wood pile, load up, dude, this sounds like heaven. Load up some logs, head to the hot tub, split some firewood, load up the wood stove, and start the fire with a propane torch. I know I should probably start with kindling like a man, so here's some gay to pay away for taking that shortcut. No, I'm, I'm into it. Thanks for paying it away. But yeah, this life sounds like heaven. Sounds a lot like my life, except my life is a lot more based on saying nigger. I'm like, I start my day, I make sure my goats are all fed and watered, and then I think about nigger. Leaving my pregnant wife is a good move. Change my mind. Oh, I know. It's disgusting. And it's so funny. The Muslims are getting a little Jewy. They're like, no, tell them to do the cocaine. Rhode Island will be Muslim by next March. I'm like, that's what the Jew did. You're not supposed to actively subvert. But I'm just letting you Christians know the Muslims are super into what's happening. Like your Coldplay concerts and fuck suck uh, little pump boys like uh, Zerka and Crowder. It's like... You've already lost to a point that's a joke. It's like if you're uh, about to do a foot race with a guy who's just pounding Southern Comfort. And someone's like, dude, you shouldn't drink. And his competition's like, no, he's partying. He's having a good time. He's finding Christ. Um, I know I should probably... St- All right. Apparently, I am already at the one page and I haven't finished the retelling of my day. I still have yet to tell you about getting new sets of towels in the sauna, delivering firewood for campfires. Yeah, you're in the service business and you're crushing. So cool, man. Um, and other things I crammed into the Wednesday, July 12th. By the way, I'm getting super into camping now. It's really inspiring me to do a great job with Ursa Rio and Ursa Ozarks. Like, guys, going away on a camping trip is so fucking fun. Especially a private campground where, like, the people there are awesome. I've been listening. We, need, we should get wood-fired 
jacuzzis. Like that's that type of stuff is so cool that you do that. I've been listening to you for almost two years now, and I've yet to come up with a bear name. In the meantime, can I please be verified as Graham Griffin Bear? Welcome, Graham Griffin. Sincerely, Graham Griffin. Thank you. Epic letter, and I'm landing the plane. Camping is about, especially at campground, because I don't, I'm a bit of a bitch. Coddington paid away. I, uh, I like wa- running water, electric hookups, uh, bathrooms. Uh, I do. And that's our dream for Ursa Rio and Ursa Ozarks. Like, I, I like glamping. Uh, I don't need, like, lobsters and shit. In fact, I'm starting to get against shellfish. I think uh, I think the Jews and the Muzzies are right about that shit. It's fucking gross. But I, uh, I, I do like a little comfort with my camping experience. I don't like um, when it's just, like, that's why what we're trying to accomplish is so fucking cool. Because it's going to be great. If I go camping, I want to crap in a toilet. Bathrooms are extremely important. Bathrooms, electricity, it doesn't have to be for every cabin. I actually think that electricity in each cabin is not um, important. But at least one lodging or like one pavilion with electric capabilities where someone could check emails or charge a phone or something, uh, that's, that's great. In fact, I think... Not having electricity or Wi-Fi in the cabins is really cool. Like, I'm into that. Uh, your life is already glamping. Jordan, I don't even know what that means. You might have to pay your gay away. Godsworth, enforce. Uh, good super chat day. You guys, you guys were very nice to me. I appreciate it. Thanks for the donation to Ursa Ozarks. The dream is... All my yes men are really making my dreams come true. And I uh, appreciate it. The vision. Paul Rubin died. Who's that? Is that that pervert uh, Pee Wee Herman? Let's look it up. He probably died doing what he loved, jacking off in public. Hey-o! All right. Without electricity, how will the bidet work? I don't know, Bowler Bear. I'm already gearing up for your attacks on my body because you're gay. I'm definitely into glamping, fur rugs in a tent, wool pillows and blankets, candlelight. Exactly, Wobbly Bear. That's exactly it. But I also want facilities for everyone. So I want public toilets and showers. They might not be great, but they're there. They crush. And then the cabins is exactly what Wobbly Bear just discussed. Like exactly that. Candlelight, um, fur rugs. Um, Yeah, exactly. Me and Irish slept in the chicken shit. Nice precision Barber Bear. Because you can get some pretty epic tents on Amazon. I mean, there's some really, really comfortable tents. So just to let you guys know. Codsworth, are we caught up? So let me go through. So this little clown tried to troll me today and mock my children and my career. And he was, uh, I mean, it was insane. Like he's, he's, now, he's now dead of AIDS. Um, Holocaust thing. Check out the tomatoes, Jerusalem uh, heirloom tomatoes. Thank you, Mr. Permi Bear. They're coming in great. That's real freedom, guys. That's what it actually looks like. You got to grow your own shit. Oh, and Jerka go, uh, Jerka. Jerka was like, uh, that's what his name should be, John Jerka. That's it. We got it. 
Uh, John Jericho was like, oh, excuse me, because I was calling him a fag. And he was like, he was like, because he was saying that I'm poor and he's rich. He's like, I get paid a lot of money to travel around the world and spread my and, and do high level debates. And I was like, dude, you're getting paid by rich gay men because you're a prostitute. And someone's like, why is it I was gay with you? It's like, dude, you're you're literally a gay guy. Like, like men pay you to travel the world. You have no children to, to, to debate men. What are you, a master debater, Jerka? And no, I don't consider myself a success or a failure based on how much money I have. Like, I'm just pumped people sent me some gay away today. Like, I think of you, it's like how many clicks I get on TikTok and how much money I make. It's like, you're so fucking low level. It's cringe. I'm starting to like the word cringe, by the way. Oh, did I finish this thing? Let's just watch this real quick. Well, Cod collects the final Super Chats. Who does that sound like? What are your thoughts, of course, on the the post? But also, do you agree with Talib Khalid in some of those, um, you know, some of the things that he said in his response? So, did you guys see that? The next day, I look on World Star. I'm literally, like, on all these black websites. Owen Benjamin... You guys gotta pull this up. Owen Benjamin, hell, the fucking, and he gets a lot of his jokes from Owen Benjamin. By the, by the way, who's this black Zoolander guy down here? Doesn't that guy below look like? Uh, remember when Zoolander uh, painted himself as a black guy? Is that actually him? Who's this little fuck guy? It's like, oh, Owen Benjamin. Who is that fucking guy? Guarantee he has no kids. I'll look at it. No, no, blacks can have kids even if they're discovered. Oh, is that Godfrey? Dude, me and Godfrey used to know each other. What a fucking fag. Let's look up Godfrey. Oh, I'm Benjamin the fucking racist. Oh, I'm a racist. Godfrey comedian. You're such a pussy, Godfrey. Look at you with your fucking faggy face. I just hope he doesn't have any offspring. No, that's a mean thing for me to say. He definitely doesn't. He's a fag. Um... He now is on Gas Digital Network. Oh, he's one of uh, Luis J. Gomez's little butt boys. Good for you. Good for you, Godfrey. He's also known for collaborating with other social media stars like King Bach. Oh, you're owned by a Puerto Rican. Godfrey's parents are from Nigeria. Oh, so they used to sell niggers. You're Nigerian and you're going to act like I'm racist? Who's this fucking faggot? I'm not trying to be an asshole or nothing, but, you know, there's this young white dude, you know, he's sitting there with um, a sign, you know, trying to get money. He's like, I don't know if he's homeless or on drugs or whatever, but I'm sorry, man, you a young white dude. The system is made for you all to succeed. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you begging for money, you white and a male, you fucking up. Yeah, real, yo. Yeah, we're way smarter than you guys. That's actually true. Like, if you're a white male, you're in control. Like, you shouldn't be begging for money on the street. Like these niggers, it's one thing because they're dumb. Like they're dumb as rocks. Like, let's watch God. Like Godfrey's making such a perfect point. You know, it really is exactly what he's saying. Like, check out this uh, this fucking retard. Watch this. He's exactly right. I was about to start making fun of Godfrey because he was making fun of me. 
Uh, and I was really just going to hammer him, but but this is exactly it. Like, look at this monkey. Like, look at how his mouth moves and stuff. I'm not trying to be an asshole or nothing, but, you know, there's this young white dude, you know, he's sitting there with... Um, By the way, that is Jacobat behind him. I know you guys were wondering. By the way, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I mean this with love. I really used to like, like, me and Godfrey used to be cool. He literally looks like an ape. Like his, his, like this part of his mouth goes out really far. And that's, I'm not trying to be a dick, but evolutionary. It's so that he can eat bananas. Hang on. Godfrey's parents are from Nigeria. The Nigerian heritage is the Igbo tribe. They immigrated in the U.S. to escape the Nigerian civil war because his father was into bumpy, bumpy, fuck, fuck. Godfrey is nephew of Nigerian musician Sonny Akoton. Godfrey was born in Lincoln, Nebraska. Soon, 1969, July 21st. So he's born basically during the moon landing. So he's like, he's like Telecaster Bear's age. Soon, soon after, the family settled in Chicago, where Godfrey grew up. He had the Leno, dude, he has no, he has zero, uh, he's a comedian. And he has no uh, controversies at all. Everyone's like, he is very good man. He showed uh, impressive of his coaches and teammates and discovery of his comedic talent. You think I'm exaggerating? Look at this dumb fuck. Look at how his mouth moves. Watch this. Side, you know, trying to get money. He's like, I don't know if he's homeless or on drugs or whatever. But I'm sorry, man. You a one young white dude. Look at look at how fucking weird his face is. System is made for you all to succeed. That's very true. Because we're smart, and the system rewards merit. So, uh, white males have superiority, allegedly. You know what I mean? If you begging for money, you white, and a male? Like, look at this. Like, look at this guy. Like, that's, that's like that meme. Like, imagine that. Imagine you, like, look outside your window in, at nighttime, and you just see that. Like, that's literally a demon ghost murderer. <laughs> like, look, like that literally looks like an orangutan fucking swung in from the jungle to eat your dick. So anyway, behind him is Jacobat, and he's got a point. The system is made for us because it rewards intelligence. Where Godfrey's from in Nigeria, in Nigeria, the system rewards if you take big stick and beat man with big stick. And then you take their banana. I get their banana in Nigeria. Ha ha ha. And then I will take the woman. And I will fuck her in the mouth. Look at this fucking clown. This fag. You fucking up. Look at him. That's like. That's literally the. Okay. I'll show you the meme. He's literally the meme. You fucking up. I mean. And you're a man. I mean, because the system's so against women. Because I'm a fucking faggy feminist. Let's see if Godfrey has any children. Godfrey children. Oh, Benjamin! Yeah, don't come at me, bitch. Other than his daughter, Godfrey has three demigod sons. Uh, their mother is Queen Marika. The- oh, that's something else. Does Godfrey have a son? Godfrey and Marika had three confirmed children. Oh, that's not him. Was Godfrey a demigod? Oh, that's somebody else. Oh, he named himself after a demigod. A, a fag. 
God, comedian Godfrey Chill. Nobody even cares. I wonder how much money Louis J. Gomez. Godfrey on too short, not having kids until 52. Does Godfrey have kids? Uh, Godfrey has starred in the stand-up Godfrey Black by accident. He's just a system puppet. The irony is, is his stupid black nigger ass gets paid endless. He's worth $4 million with that type of talent. Because all he does is go, you what? And you homeless and a man? The system is just giving you money. Even though we're all on welfare. Because we dumb. Hang on, you know he has children? No, I think he's a homo. Hang on, Godfrey Comedian, does he have children? Coddington, look it up. I don't think I don't think Godfrey has any children. He's like in Nigeria, we eat a child, and then we flee to America, and then mock the dominant race in America. In America, the place that welcomed me when I was avoiding civil war, because in Nigeria, the way the system works is one man take a heavy object and hit it in another man's head. And then we take banana and we eat the other man banana. And that led to poverty. So we come to America and mock the very people that created so much wealth and peace. They're called white people. These people are so fucking smart that they've made all the banana come here. But I'm going to mock them because I'm nigger. Oh, you sound racist. Good. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. But aren't you going to be offended that I'm offended? No. I think you should head on back to Nigeria. Pay off uh, Luis J. Gomez's VIG. What do you owe him? 18 bucks? All you have to do is buy one of Luis J. Gomez's fucking Snickers bars and you're good. Okay? Jesus Christ, these people are clowns. Listen to this. For real? Yo, son, look at him. I wonder what it says on there. Hey, I'm white and I should have used the system better. I really fucked up. God. Meanwhile, it's coming from a guy who's literally using the system for millions of dollars. But all he has to do is go, white people are bad. The very ones in Nebraska that took me in when I am from a country who beat each other for banana. I basically monkey. Oh, and Benjamin, you mean the racist? The racist? Your fucking country, Godfrey, tribes murder each other and eat each other's dicks like cannibals. Why? Because I will do jokes about black people and how you literally do look like that. Look at your fucking face. Okay? Maybe if you didn't want to be mocked for looking like a monkey, you wouldn't act like a monkey. Oh, 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 Godfrey, Godfrey. You can make fun of me and say I look like uh, an ice nigger or a glacier monkey or some shit. Uh, I have the, the pale blue eyes of a psychopath. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. You know, these motherfuckers call us white boy like that's an offensive thing. Like that we're going to take, you know what white people look like, Godfrey? Angels, right? Do you see our beautiful white skin and our clear blue eyes and our non-monkey mouths? Okay? We look awesome. We look like human forms of light. Like rays of fucking light if it had a pulse. That's us. That's whites. Okay? Damn. You know what I'm saying? 
know what I'm saying? Fuck, I just want to go up to him and go, nigga, what are you doing? You're the nigger. You don't get to call me a nigger, dummy. No, you can't. See, that's the thing. Is these stupid monkey fucks, we, we, he wasn't part of slavery. Godfrey came in 1969 from war-torn Nigeria. Who do you think sold the Jews the blacks? Nigerians. Do you think black Jew slave traders went into the heart of Africa to get slaves? No, these fuckers were like, we will sell you niggas. Give us banana. So this motherfucker gets welcomed by America, right? And now he's like, oh, you racist. You ra- Dude, you dumb fuck. Listen to this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, sir. <laughs> Fuck, I just want to go up to him and go, nigga, what are you doing? You, no, we're not the nigger, dummy. You're the nigger. You're the nigger, not me. You're the, you're the nigger. You're the black nigger. Oh, you don't get to say, no, no, no. You just tried fucking t- calling a, a homeless white man. You're a rich cosmopolitan New York parasite saying a homeless white man is a nigger. No, Godfrey, you're the fucking nigger and your skin looks like shit. It's poop. When a white man takes a shit, that shit is the color of your skin. Okay? Our skin is the color of visible light. Okay? Unappreciative ape-ass bitch. You're used to these New York City soft entertainment Jew fuckers, all right? They're scared of you, Godfrey. They don't like you. They're scared of you. Jews are scared of black people. You guys scare them. Jews are super anxious and paranoid. You guys are like, oh, look at the niggas. And they're like, take the many. I'll get it. Oh, God, my marigold. Let one of them fuck you. They, they don't like you. They think you're a monkey. You literally look like a scary ghost monkey. All right? Jesus. Come on, man. All you have to do is take a shower and you're in. All right? Come on, man. Come on, nigga. All you have to do is take a shower and you're in. No, Godfrey, there's something called affirmative action, where if a qualified white man with the same credentials and a qualified black man with the same credentials and they both shower, guess who everyone hires? The black nigger man. Why? Because they're so fucking dumb that they have to get a head start at everybody. It's like a handicapped parking spot, Godfrey, you fucking retard. You know, like the handicapped parking spots, right? That's you guys. That's you guys. You're so fucking dumb that everybody has to... No, no. The white man who takes the shower has to have an SAT score that's six, 700 points higher than the black man who takes a shower to get the same level of financial uh, help at a college. It's called affirmative action, Godfrey. It's been going on for 60 goddamn years. Because back then, the Kennedys said that they just need a little help to deal with the issue of slavery and that all they need is a little help, a little kick in the ass, and then everybody will be equal, right? Turns out that isn't true. Turns out you guys racially are fucking dumb, right? Not all of you, but bell curve, you know, there's a good percentage that you guys are just not going to, you know, you're not super equipped for the system, right? So the irony of ironies is that fucker on the street right there. I remember back in the day, um, uh, production companies, networks, and Godfrey, you know this. You've worked in Hollywood, you stupid nigger. Don't you call that white homeless guy a nigger, you fucking jungle bunny, okay? A racial tirade? You just did a racial tirade, and I'm showing you what it feels like, you fucking big-mouthed jungle baboon 
who should head on back to Nigeria and deal with the civil war you started because you're low fucking impulse control. All right, cunt. In production companies, TV studios, comedy clubs, they always, always look for black faces over white. Fact. They overrepresent America's population on commercials, on TV, on movies, because they want to put the monkey on the screen so that the monkey doesn't burn down the studio. That's how they view you, Godfrey. All right? They view you as a stupid animal monkey that needs to be fed bananas so that you don't throw shit at them. Because Jews are scared of violence. Okay? What else you got to say to this nigger on the street? Come on. Use the system, motherfucker. Quit bitching. That's, and that's super lazy. Quit, quit we- bitching coming from a nigger. Right? You guys won't even allow someone to have a doll like this. You think that the existence of this doll is racism. Stop bitching. Black people, you fuckers, all you do is bitch. All you do is fucking complain. Godfrey. And now you're gonna with your million dollar fucking pay pay bumps and your thousand dollar gay faggot fucking jacket. You're gonna rub it in and call that homeless guy a nigger on camera and post it on the internet? Why? Because his skin's lighter than you? You think you can get away with it? Because the historic racism you face is a fucking Nigerian who's allowed in this country in 1969? Well, why don't you get on one of those banana boats and head the fuck back, dumb fuck? Jesus Christ. Even use your white privilege, huh? Oh, you white privilege. Maybe you use the white privilege. My name's Gumfrey. I work for Louis J. Gomez. Uh, uh, without Louis J. Gomez, I don't have a career anymore. Because no one wants to pay me my nigger banana money. You don't even have kids, Godfrey, you fucking faggot. This whole video is him passively, aggressively bitching. Yeah, he needs more money because getting paid all that money to just be the Zoolander's nigger face in Zoolander wasn't enough for him. He suffered as a Nigerian who had to flee. He was welcomed by the land of gentle giants who smell of milk and gold called America. And what did he bring with him? Filth, sodomy, violence, right? And now, sucking on the tit of the once great American gentle giant, the Nordic, Caucasian, legendary country called fucking America, with a system that can provide bananas for everybody. You don't need to stab and and fucking beat each other to death in Nigeria for one banana, God, for you stupid fuck. What are you going to do? You spit right in our face. The very And it's not going to last, Godfrey. The tit has become poisoned because you people shit in the pool. (laughs) Without the white homeless guy, he doesn't even have a bit. So he's so low, he needs white homeless people to... uh, Yeah, he, he needs white people even if they're homeless. He doesn't exist without us. This dumb nigger is holding our pocket, okay, like he's a prison bitch. Godfrey, you fucking ape-faced retard, all right? You want to call us niggers when you fled a Nigerian civil war and your face literally, literally looks like a baboon, okay? If that's your face, you never say nigger ever because you, you are a monkey. My name Godfrey, I'm a monkey. Oh, he wrote this, yeah. Oh, but you did... You're, fr- you're part of a fucking warring tribe from a jungle. Racist. 
You probably ate your cousin. You, you people probably ate someone's dick. You know these people are cannibals, right? I could throw a Kit Kat at Godfrey and he would do a dance like a goddamn monkey. Just throw some cocaine at him, a Kit Kat, a fat white ass on a guy. Because this guy is a fucking rollerblader. Look at this little fuck. Look at his smug little smile. Because he just said what daddy wants him to say, right? If I say white privilege, and if I say that a white man, he's a man and his white, he has access. He has access to anything he wants in the system. Unlike me. Unlike me wearing my $1,000 jacket. Because I'm a banana man. You fucking dick-eating queen. Why don't you head on back to Nigeria, you fuckface? Oh, that racist. That ra- yeah, it is. It is racist. It is. Any other comments? Oh, you there. You watch your mind. No, I didn't. Anything else, Godfrey? Oh, Owen Benjamin. Owen Benjamin, the, the guy who says nigger. You called a white homeless guy a nigger. If it were up to me, Godfrey, you'd be in fucking jail right now. You'd be in fucking prison. You and Luis J. Gomez. I'll throw Dave Smith in there just for the hell of it. You guys can do gas digital. You guys can do your little gas digital and lock up. You get that prison walk. You get that fucking prison yard walk. And then we'll see who the nigger is. Incredible roast. Thanks, Louisiana Black Bear. Codsworth, why don't you fucking clip that roast? Why don't we put it on Rumble, send it to him, send it to fucking Luis J. Gomez, send it to Dave Smith with his anarcho-capitalism, ass digital. Yeah, this motherfucker's got his pants around his ankles calling homeless white guys niggers. Why don't you get on your banana boat, bitch? You and Luis J. Gomez can go head on out. Luis J. Gomez who loves to bitch about Section 8 housing. You got free housing. Why don't you go to Puerto Rico? Why don't you go eat a pineapple? Why don't you go chase around a spider monkey, retard? You're in the land of the gentle giant who smells of milk and gold. Have some goddamn respect, you bunch of brown fucks. Jesus Christ. All right, Codsworth, final Super Chats. You wouldn't even be able to buy them menthol cigarettes if it wasn't for the system that you so fucking complain about. I really hope that that homeless white guy is okay. You made him hold your pocket. Yeah, that, that fucking nigger's holding my pocket. You class fucking... Talk about class warfare. That motherfucker, that rich cunt, thinks he can call a, a white homeless guy down on his luck a nigger because he's poor and white. Not on my watch, dumb fuck. If it were up to me, you'd be back on your banana boat heading to Nigeria where you and your gay fucking dad can go deal with the warlords. Let me guess, you stole a banana, Godfrey? You got in trouble? You and your monkey dad stole a banana and had to flee to the land of, of benevolent giants called America. A land where we're so goddamn naive to the evils of you fuckers that we couldn't even imagine how fucking degenerated you become. The white guy was probably hooked on opioids. Yeah, yeah, totally. Motherfucker. Codsworth, Super Chats. You ran out of purple drank. Yeah, caught up. Okay, that's it for me today. If you guys enjoyed the stream, you're never going to get a fucking nigger roast like that anywhere. And the, the thing is, I was getting props from blacks in the chat. Because they know that that guy's a little fucking house nigger. A little coon. A little pocket-holding fucking slave. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to do what any massa, what massa say. Oh, what privilege. 
As a great man once said, slavery is a choice, you Nigerian cunt, you fucking parasite. Okay. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Unauthorized.tv, MyNiggle.com. Maybe I've talked about Godfrey in the past. I don't even remember. But that fucker started it trying to act like, oh, I'm some shocking name to be brought up. Your ass shouldn't even be in America, you fuck. If it wasn't for those faggot-ass Kennedys trying to look cool for their billionaire balls, they would never have allowed your ass off the banana boat. You and your fucking dad would have had to face the warlords. All right, hanging with bears, the stuntman and Coynton right after this. Wait, wait, Coynton just said, wait, another UA. And you could say that I'm motivated by racism. Yeah, I am. You don't get to call me a nigger, nigger. All right. I'm just so fucking annoyed by these sellout cunts, these ungrateful fucking migrants, you know? If you're going to be a migrant, be one of these fucking hardworking ass ones that are so grateful to be here. The land of gentle giants who smell of milk and gold. Because they brought their filth with them. They shit in the pool. They shit in their own water. Oh, there's no fresh water in Nigeria. Yeah, because they shit in their water supply because they're literally fucking monkeys. Fucking dipshit. Oh, it's because of the white man. Tip for the piano man. Thanks, Buzzsaw Bear. I don't want to live like you and you don't want to live like me. If you don't want to live in our system... Um, dumb fuck Godfrey, then why don't you head on back to Africa? I'm sure they'll love your, your shtick, your childless, rotten ass. You can bring old Luis J. Gomez and your Jew Dave Smith, and maybe you guys can really do some good podcasting in Nigeria, you fucking waste of space. All right, unauthorized.tv, and if you want to pay the gay way, of course, there's entropystream.live slash app slash on Benjamin Comedy. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruity. Oh, not even black people like niggers? No. The greatest nigger joke of all time was told by Chris Rock. I love black people, but I hate niggers. You know what a nigger does? A nigger wants credit for shit you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do. This nigger... This dumb fucking nigga wants respect for doing shit you're supposed to do. I provide for my kids. You're supposed to, you dumb fucking nigga. All right. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruiting ball guy.